Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. So it's time for the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast with your host, the styling, profiling, limousine riding, swatch wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, woo, son of a gun. And he's having a hard time holding down those alligators. Ty King. Yo, yo, yo. Thank you, Mr. Mark Youngblood, that beautiful intro. Happy Friday, everybody. Yes, this is coming out on a Friday, believe it or not. And, uh, man, it's going to be a great episode. It's re- it, This episode is probably going to piss you off. So get ready, because this episode is about getting pissed off a little bit. And so, uh, or, or, or getting on your nerves. Which, And if it does, good, I'm glad. I'm glad. I hope it does get on your nerves a little bit. But first, before we get on your nerves and uh, piss you off, I would like to just really, really quickly say, Follow the Instagram page, Win, Lose, or Tie. Subscribe to the channel. doesn't cost you a thing. I'm going through my laundry list of my checklist of things I've got to do to grow this podcast. So that's what I'm doing right now. I need you to share anything and everything if you so feel about the podcast on your socials or your family group chats and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Also, follow me on TikTok. I'm going to start doing more TikTok videos. I actually forget about it. I honestly, for, I just it's not in the front of my mind. And so, at win, lose, or tie, T-Y-E. And uh, as always, you can always email the show, and you might want to email some questions in for the next episode. Uh, you get to pay attention. But win, lose, or tie podcast at gmail.com. Like I said, that's a mouthful, but you ain't got to say it. You just got to type it. Uh, hope you enjoyed the last episode. This is episode number 84 or 85, I think. So hope you enjoyed the last episode, True and Abby in the house. It was hilarious. Uh, not a minute to be missed on that one. And True delivers once again. And Abby delivers that she's the sweetest person once again. So, uh, man, go back and listen to that one after you've subscribed, uh, told somebody about Win, Lose, or Tie, yelled it out your car window, and then uh, uh, texted it to somebody, and now you're listening to this episode, and then go back and listen to Abby and True's episode, because it's really, really good. And next week, guys, this is on the calendar. So I have this in, I wouldn't say in stone, you can never know what's going to happen. But first, before I tell you who's coming up next week, I want to introduce my guest this week, and it is his second appearance, and he was dying to be on, and that is my man, my old, the greatest, oldest nephew in the world. He's my nephew. He's your nephew. He's everybody's nephew, but he's Brecklin's husband, and he's Blakely's dad. It's Mr. Zyler Buchanan. Z, welcome back, boy. Thanks, Uncle T. Appreciate you having me on. Dude, let me look. Dude, you look good. Gosh, dang, man. How many weights you lift now? I mean, how do you have time for that? You know, I don't actually lift much weight anymore. Uh, oh, the, the baby's changed a little bit of that, but we're, we're, we're doing what we can. Well... I'm doing what I can to not look pregnant. How about that? So, so let's just, uh, uh, that there's goals all the way around, but, um, man, I'm just happy that you're drawing and you had such a, f- I loved your first episode, but this is, you're in the black flag studio. So welcome to the black flag studio. Yeah. I, uh, I loved the last episode I did too. It was great because when I got to hear it back, it was the first time that I remember hearing all of those <laughs> things. So, uh, that was a lot of fun. It was like a, a brand new experience for everyone, including me. Mm-hmm. So. Hoping to do a little bit better this go around. And it's funny, thankful to get invited back. Funny you say that because uh, you you I did ask you to come over to do pet peeves. We're going to talk about pet peeves uh, today, 
And I said, Zyler, you want to come over and do that? And you go, I've been waiting for this moment. This is the, in, in, what do you call it? Uh, not air quotes, but um, paraphrasing. Paraphrasing Zyler's text back, it said, I've been waiting for this moment because uh, first rule to be on the podcast is not to ask to be on the podcast, but I've been looking forward <laughs> to a redemption. So, yes, I will be there. And so, dude, here you are. And yeah. I don't think you need a redemption. I think, dude, you just got a little, you were coming off a big 90 day workout cleanse mm-hmm. nonsense, and then it was your first time to have a little whiskey. Yeah. And uh, but dude, you were perfect all the way through. I thought you were great. So yeah, you know, I'm trying not to do too much to promote that episode. I don't want people going back and <laughs> examining some of those items I said. I knew I was maybe in trouble when I uh, I went to church and a couple of the guys came up to me and were like, "Hey, man, listen to that whole podcast. Thought you did a really good job." And I didn't know anything about what I'd said. I had to go back and listen to it. Yeah, that's so good. But a, dude, you were the first person ever to break news. On the podcast. That's true. We and, did announce and, the name of our kid. I believe that's what I said. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, did Brecklin have a good reaction to that? That's where the, y'all announced the name of the kid? Or was she okay with it? Or was she like, hey, listen here, uh, what did you do that for? You know, one of the things about being married to me is you you develop a tolerance for uh, <laughs> stupidity. And so I think at that point, she'd built up a... You know, so quite, she, quite a bit of callousness. Well, she's, gonna get, she's already married to you, you know. Yeah, legally binding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of hurdles to jump to get out of this situation. So, well, dude, you announced the baby. The baby is here. It's Blakely uh, Buchanan, and she's the most beautiful little girl in the entire world. And I'm not saying that because I'm biased. I'm saying that because it's true. And uh, uh, speaking of, well, well, first off, let me ask you this real quick uh, before we get into pet peeves. Let me ask Zyla real quick, man. First time dad, how is that? Good. You know, it's uh, it's. It's definitely life-changing. I think it's, you know, anything that I would say to the parents that are out there already, it's, you know that it's a lot harder on the mom than it is on the dad. When I hear dads complaining about how hard it is to be a parent, they, uh, that is one of my pet peeves, actually. I don't mean to segue right into that, but it's about a hundred times harder on the mom. And maybe that's because I'm lazy or maybe that's because Breck's just a really good mom, but it's a lot of fun. I definitely don't regret it. I wish I would have done it earlier. But it's, uh, yeah, it just changes your world. You don't realize how selfish you are until you, you know, bring somebody else in the world that's completely dependent on you and your wife. And yeah, it's, it's been awesome. I love you, it. And I love that baby. Yeah. Oh man, that baby. Oh, Tyler, come on, dude. And I'm gonna tell you what, one of the most special things about you having that baby is cause it's the first, you know, grandchild for your, for your mom, mm-hmm. for your mom and dad. Mm-hmm. It's the, f- but really the biggest joy I got out of it because you gave me this joy. Uh, if you don't realize it, but you gave me this joy. When I became an uncle, it was with you. I, I wasn't an uncle, I, I know. And, and Kippy had you, you know, and uh, it was one of the, it's still one of the greatest joys of my entire life. But one of the other great joys in my entire life was getting to watch Jet and True become uncles. Yeah. And them to realize how they, sure. now they can feel how I feel. Sure. And they feel that feeling. Yeah. And uh, it, it's, man, it's a love that it's like unother, mm-hmm. any other. And then I always say, you know, when you're, you become a dad or a mom, um, it's a feeling, it's a love like no other. Well, I also, I also believe that's very, very true for a guy like me, like it's an uncle with no children. So, it, I mean, it's a love like uh, unlike any other man. You know, you do anything, you know, immediately you do anything for that baby. Sure. So, and, and, uh, and I mean, uh, almost anything other than, you know, 
drink whiskey, you know, <laughs> something terrible like that. But anyway, so uh, I thought that's one of my greatest, one of my greatest joys out of you and, and Brecklin having that baby was taking to see a Jet and True become uncles. Sure. And the love in their heart, man, it's pretty yeah. cool. They uh, Jet got to see the baby for the first time in a little while out in Phoenix, and that was a ton of fun. Yeah, uh, I was traveling with the, with the baby. I didn't go, you know. It, oh, like I said, okay. it's a hundred times harder on the wife than on the husband. So Breck, Breck did all of that this weekend. I'm, yeah. I'm solo parenting this weekend with the kiddo, but she, uh, she definitely. Does and you're it doing a great job of it right now because uh, you know you're getting to come out and do the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Just left her right at the house, and she should be fine, right? <laughs> I told her I said, bring she, her over. She knows Daddy has business to take care of. <laughs> you can always you got monitors and stuff now. You can see those kids. You're exactly right. Yeah, exactly. that's what grandparents are for, though. The ultimate monitor. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about somebody that's coming up on on the show. Uh, you don't even know this uh, on the show next week. And uh, if I say if I looked at you right now and I said championships, who would you think of? You know, anyone but me. Well, no, no, it's not you. But uh, and, and but but. Uh, uh, Championships in this city. Mm. Well, well, Beard had the championship, and I'm I'm pretty sure it's not going to be him. That was a Big Twelve championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, national champions. There's only Marsha Sharp and Wes Kitley. I don't I don't 100 percent envision Marsha Sharp walking in here. So I'm I'm going to go Wes Kitley. You are exactly right, my okay. brother. Wes Kitley is coming wow. in, baby. Wow. He's at Big 12s this weekend. He texted yeah. me yesterday. He's like, hey, Ty, I'll come over. Uh, let Big 12s, Big 12. And he's hosting the Big 12 indoor track meet this week. Yeah. I mean, you'd think he's got bigger, you know, fish to fry and things on his mind. And the number one ranked team in the nation and this, that, and everything else. And he's like, hey, I'll, I'll come over. Uh, let's call it Tuesday. And, and, and I love it because he's coming over in the morning. And there you know you go. how good I do in morning podcasts. I'm so uh, alive on the, in the morning. But, yeah. uh, but oh, I got Wes Kitley. I got a national champion Very in, in cool. here, man. And, and you know, uh, he's the third Kitley. I've interviewed Zach. I've interviewed Chris. And, uh, but he is by far, and uh, I think Zach and Chris would agree, the most important Kitley I've ever had on the show. Without a doubt. Absolutely. So I got Wes Kitley. If you got questions, email them to me, winlosertoppodcast at gmail.com. Woo! Let's talk about pet peeves. What gets on your nerves? What does get on your nerves? I've done a little bit of a preview. I've done an episode about this before. Kind of. <clears throat> Doesn't matter. I don't care if I burp on it. I mean, it's my podcast. Okay? That might be your pet peeve now. I know that I'm going to get a phone call from Julie King just for doing that. Um, but, dude, what are your pet peeves? And let me let me tell you right now, I, I, don't, I didn't put a feeler out to the entire country. I put a feeler out through my group texts. I wanted to see how that goes. And, <laughs> Zyler, you're on a group. You're on two of my group texts, mm-hmm. the King family group text. Mm-hmm. And then you're on the Win, Loser, Tie fantasy football podcast, uh, or fantasy football group text. That one had 50 text messages before noon. Mm-hmm. And, and so my boy, Matt Boldy was like, geez, 50 texts before noon. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of like, you know, WTF. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, man. I just, sorry about all the people that actually work out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, but you're in two of those group texts. So I put it out to, you know, several different my group texts. And I got a lot of responses. People have pet peeves. Damn, dude. They got pet peeves. So I hope you brought some. Did you bring some? Yeah, I got a few. I, I was happy to input into that group text. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of that this past year was me getting destroyed in our, our fantasy league. So it was nice to have something positive to contribute, I guess, yeah. in the circumstance. You and me both. I mean, hey, cause it was tough. Yeah. And uh, Jeremy Arnold, who texted a couple of times today in part of that conversation, but he's our champion. And uh, he got his championship winnings, his box, which we don't pay for money. We pay for prizes, mm-hmm. which uh, he got prizes. So um, anyway, all right. What I'm saying is I've done an episode on this before. So people are fully aware. I'm going to recap some of my old that I've, that I've, yeah, that I've talked about. And uh, one is the word literally. It, it, it drives me insane. And now really, it doesn't drive me insane to the fact where it's not, when it's used correctly, that's fantastic. Uh, and, I'm, and, and I encourage that to, use, to be used correctly. What, what it, again, when it's a pet peeve of mine, it's when it's used incorrectly or overused. So, like, I've seen this happen, and and when I say overused, like, I've seen this happen. Like, uh, I was with a, a couple of friends of mine, and we walked into a hotel room, and the girl goes, her first words were, literally, and I mean, what does that even mean? Literally what? And then the, the, the next words out of her mouth are, literally, I am dying. Well, okay, if you, first off, literally, and alone in itself, you didn't need to say that. Two, uh, um, go ahead, brother, you can move that. Yeah, you're not hurting anything. Um, two is uh, literally, you're not dying, because we need to call the ambulance. It's like when people go to the gym, and they're like, oh, God, I just got from the gym. My legs are literally on fire. Well, I mean, <laughs> my God, dude, well, we need to call the the fire department. The, the We need to get the SWAT team, everything. You, literally, is overused. Everybody knows that that gets on my nerves. I've talked about the word obsessed gets on my nerves. Not as bad as literally, but obsessed gets on my nerves. Because if you look up the definition of obsessed, Zyler, and I know that you're, you're a, a, so much of a wordsmith, and uh, you're very, you're, you have a depth of vocabulary and vernacular unlike any other. <laughs> what do you have to say about that? <laughs> you used a lot of really clever words there. Thank That's you. a great um, word. Great use. Thank you. Um, th- there you go. There's my extent of my, my vernacular and vocabulary. Uh, it's actually, I learned it by rote. How about that? Boom. You've got, yeah, quite a latitude there. there I, I, would, I would say my vocabulary is quite wide, not very deep. That's uh, what I say. Yeah. yeah. Latitude, not longitude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm that way in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what am I talking about? Obsessed. <clears throat> If you look it up, the actual definition of the word obsessed, and there's really not any three or four definitions, it's it's a negative effect on your life. When, when something's having a negative effect on your life, you're obsessed with it. Okay, so when somebody says, I'm obsessed with, like they caption, I'm obsessed with a perfume, or I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with a product, to me, I think of the word and its actual definition, and I think oh my God, well, we need to address that. We need mm-hmm. to get you some help or something. Mm-hmm. Am I out of bounds? I don't think so. I think the, the more interesting question is, what are things that you are obsessed with using that definition? Where a negative, uh, I'm, I'm obsessed with this podcast. Okay. Yeah, and, and making it better and making it good and wanting to do it a lot. And um, sometimes it has a negative effect on my life, like on my personal life or my professional life. 
which okay. so there you go. How about that? Boom! Yeah, right nice. off the bat, I, that's, that's, that's that's impromptu. That's off the top. Mm-hmm. That's extemporaneous. Son. Yeah. So, but uh, but obsessed gets on my nerves. So 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 now you know really that then it got to be where people were were putting those two words together. I'm literally obsessed, <laughs> and I'm like, holy cow! So, um, boom. The, so those are so those are two of my previous ones. And also, um, a lot of things are what people say. That mm-hmm. I've noticed that they're my pet peeves. Yeah. And uh, the la- latest one is, yeah, I know. Because a lot mm-hmm. of people, and I've noticed it on TV shows is where I first first started noticing it. On Because I watch a lot of shows. I watch a lot of Netflix and stuff. And people are saying, yeah, I know. Um, that they're starting their thought or their sentence off. And it could be an uh thing. I say mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. So it could be an uh thing or just like a mind, just to let your mind get because, you know, I learned in college when people say, uh, it's their mind just taking time sure. to, to say something what's what's really on their mind or what they want to say. Sure. And I think, yeah, no, has become that in the younger generation or no. Yeah. It's e- either way. And they mean completely separate things. You say, yeah, no, or no. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to me, I don't even realize that how. And, and so they do. Mm-hmm. You say, yeah, no. What is that? What is that? Because you're part of the younger generation. What generation are you part of? Uh, millennial? Well, I'm actually right in between. It's either no, you're it's Gen Z or Millennial because gotcha. it's usually cut off in 96 or 97. Gotcha. So depending okay. on so anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no. Uh, one of the things, <laughs> it, but it is something, it's a very a phrase used pretty often and now people have come to really just associate it with the colloquial meaning and it's essentially just, um, it is what I'm saying. It's yeah, no, let's, right. let's, let's move on. Okay. So if it's no, yeah. That's typically means no in my mind. I got you. See, to me, I don't know because you're saying both of them. Mm-hmm. It's like saying fire ice and, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah the, the fire, words have but, lost but, their meaning. Yeah, because is it yeah, is it no? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What you, I mean, because see, I get caught up in that shit and then I can't get past it. So I miss your thought. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, okay. Um, that, you, you mentioned one to me the other day that I'd never heard, and I always take note of people's unique pet peeves. Uh-huh. And it was something to do with football. And it was yes, I, I'd oh, never you heard. No, you know, I know what you're about to say, and, and it's oh. very, it's very uh, boomerish of you. And I've never said anything like that about you. But you were like, "Why aren't these kids wearing their mouthpiece? Why aren't they wearing their mouthpiece?" Yes, and I said, "Jerry, it's fine. Jerry, They're getting paid millions. They, <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be okay." But uh, that was one yes. I'd never heard before. Okay, and I take my football seriously, and I watch a ton of football. So believe me when I say this: this is a new phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And you know that, okay? You're right. Do you agree with me that this is a new phenomenon with players on on the collegiate level and the on the pro professional level? I don't know if I viewed enough games to make some sort of summary judgment. I don't know if mm-hmm. I have enough because uh, I didn't really notice it until you pointed it out. It's right. like one of those things. Once somebody says something about it, now you can't gotcha. unsee it. Gotcha. Um, so I don't know if I watched enough games, but yeah. you probably have a better idea yeah. than I do. Well, it, me and I have a couple of my buddies that I watch football with a lot. They they agree with me also. Mm-hmm. Like Taj Brooks, that plays for Tech. Like he run, he runs with his mouthpiece dangling out from the bottom mm-hmm. of his face mask. Now, is it? I'd, I have to look. Uh, I'd, I'm pretty sure it's not. You don't have to legally wear a mate. Uh, it's not a rule to wear a mouthpiece in college. It is in high school. You don't see it mm-hmm. in high school. I've, I've watched a few games. Um, but in high in college and especially in pros, like George Pickens was wearing two mouthpieces, a mm-hmm. red and a green one, for Christmas Day. And didn't put either one of them in. Like, he's playing with it. 
Yeah. And it's so, to me, it's distracting. I see it and I'm like, well, why are you having that? Sure. It, it, it's like, I'm not going to put on my seatbelt. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to drive around and I'm going to show everybody though. Sure. Like I'm going to oh, roll down my window. Nice seatbelt. Yeah. I'm going to roll down my window and I'm going to put my buckle out the window and I'm going sure. to show everybody that I'm not wearing my seatbelt. Sure. I don't get it. I don't get it. And yeah, it is boomer of me. You're it right. Is. Even though I'm Gen X, mm-hmm. it's very boomerish of me. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm get off my lawn guy, mm-hmm. which that may come out li- a little later as yeah. well. So, um, okay. But damn, you know what? And I didn't even write that down as a pet peeve. It stuck with me. Unique pet peeves are few and far between, but yep. that one definitely stuck with me. Yep. And you even text me about it sometimes. Yeah. I'll say, Hey, listen, man, that guy, that guy doesn't got one in. <laughs> it's got a mouthpiece. In. Yeah. I'm almost to the point where I'm like, if he doesn't wear his mouthpiece, not drafting him, <laughs> not drafting him on my fantasy Doesn't teams. take his professional future very seriously. Exactly. Yeah. Or his dental health. Yeah. You can learn a lot from that. Come on. You come from the Wentz side of things. Mm-hmm. Dental health is important. Yes. They tell me that often. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, dang, man. Oh. <sighs> so, uh, all right, here we go. Let's go through some of these pet peeves that I got sent to me today. The fat one, some of the thousands and thousands. I'm going to start. What I'm going to start with is doing the aforementioned group text. Yeah. We're going to uh, roll through all of these. No, we don't have to roll through everything. Okay. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll mention some of the ones that I thought were pretty good. I, I did text at nine 30 this morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Group. Uh, and, and this is today. Mm-hmm. I think some of your pet peeves, uh, texted in this group is fine. It, Cause th- there's a reason why I said that. Yeah. But, uh, Tyler, and this is one I, that I'll not, you were not the only one mm-hmm. that I got this from in other group texts. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people liked your text here. You were the first one to comment and text mm-hmm. back people standing up as soon as the plane lands. Okay. Uh, give me your reasoning behind that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of my pet peeves are rooted primarily in hatred um, <laughs> and people that don't have a firm grasp of efficiency and the the fundamentals of mm-hmm. maximizing your energy and time. It's mm-hmm. you you have three to five minutes after the plane lands before you're sure. ever going to be moving. And people that stand up, I just I really do question their 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 critical processing abilities, their yep. life decision making. Understand where is their career headed? Just things like that. <laughs> So it's it's a really simple one, but it, it can tell you a lot about a person. Well, I have I have a couple of objections to it. Okay, I, I don't disagree with you entirely, but now now listen, it, you're talking about when the plane gets to the gate. Now, yeah, if you, if you stand up when you're you're if we're taxiing, that, that's different. Yeah, not not that 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 would be yeah, gotcha. not that when it that's when it's insane. Stops. Yeah, yeah. And you get yelled at over the speaker. I've mm-hmm. seen people get up you know, on a plane before we're, we're through taxiing because you're sure. going a lot faster on the ground and you think you're going totally. That's a big plane, but it is moving pretty fast. Mm-hmm. You don't need to stand up. Okay. But you're talking about after, yeah. after the seatbelt side has been turned off. Totally. Yeah. And if like you're towards the back of the plane. Yep. Okay. To me, I, I mean, I, if I just stand up, I do it sometimes because I need to stretch or my back is about to give out. Mm-hmm. I have a back. I'm, you know, I'm like, I just want to stand up. I've been sitting down for the last two hours. Sure. I just want to stand up. And I'm not talking about if I'm in this middle seat mm-hmm. or even if I'm in the window seat. I'm mm-hmm. talking about if I'm in the aisle seat, which I usually try to pick. Sure. An aisle seat. I do like the window seat sometimes, but that's in a whole other podcast. But I'll just stand up just to stretch, man. Sure. Just to move my legs. Sure. And I'm, and I'm getting, and I'm getting my future discerned by, by a couple people, I guess is what you're saying. Yeah. No exceptions. 
that's uh, I mean, you do make a good point, but generally speaking, I don't know that anybody, I would say the vast majority of people aren't dealing with that. If you're wearing compression socks, should you be able to stand up? You know, that's, that's a question for the jury, I imagine. But in my mind, there's, there's no, uh, there's no mercy. Just so maybe that's harsh. It's, it's, it is, it is harsh, Zyler, but I'm just, but I do, I'm very insecure when I stand up because I do, you should I would be. say that I, I do a lot if, because I mean, yeah, you know, I got a cramp in the calf or, you know, my foot's asleep or something, you know, sure, sure. Now I'm not getting up and grabbing my bag and running to the front. Totally. I, I think I do reserve an extra level of hatred for the people those, that do that. Now those people, they're trying to disembark early. Okay, That's why I said, I don't disagree with you entirely. Yeah. Because that. Now, if you if you get up from the aisle, or even especially from middle seat or window seat, yeah, and you get up and you get into the aisle and start looking for your bag mm-hmm. and then moving forward. Now, mm-hmm. now, if you announce to the rest of the plane, this is your you need to announce this. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I've seen people do it, and I've done it before too. I'm like, hey, I've got five minutes to get. Yeah, to you a got gate. a flight to catch. I mean, is it. there? Do y'all have a problem? I say this. Mm-hmm. I said I got five minutes to get to a gate. Do y'all have a problem if I get my bag and move forward? Mm-hmm. And I mean, now I know a lot of people probably aren't all about speaking in public and out sure. loud, especially at strangers and shit. But if you're just doing it just because you want to get off the damn plane, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, you've got, yes, I do. I question your future as well. Sure. Sure. I guess there probably should be some more nuance in, in my take because I think that that's probably acceptable, but I might have come in a little bit harsh. <laughs> you came in real hot, though, and it's a good way to lead off. Sure. Uh, because this is what it's all about. This is pet peeves, and I wanted to, you know, let's not do something stupid. Let's do something that everybody – now, now I think that was one of the overwhelming favorites in the in uh, in my different group text yep. today. The people so, rise up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, man, because Greg, like Greg Miller from Ohio, and I mean – I thought all people up from Ohio stood up on planes. Yeah, when they yeah, that's yeah. a feature, not a bug. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Ty Parsons and everybody else. So um, Landry Griffiths said inching up at red lights. See, that seems like a boomer thing, and he's not a boomer. He's a he's, he's yeah. I'm coming at the boomers a little strong. I, yeah, I don't you are. mean that. You're coming at boomers, and I'm not a. Once again, I want to let everybody know. <laughs> I am not a boomer. Don't you dare. Sure, <laughs> sure. No. But anyway, no, no, no. so go. But inching up at a red light, that not, never, it's never bothered me. I've never mm. had a drag car or a race car or a sure. car that would be fast. Sure. And so it's not a big deal to me. I mm. see people do it, and it doesn't, doesn't affect me one way or the other, but it does Landry. Yeah, that, that would be interesting. I, I, I'm sure there's a lot more context behind that, and I, I might understand it if there was a little more color and clarity. Uh, but that, that was a new one. I'd never actually heard that. Yeah. He also said cars – I had a lot of traffic ones today, mm-hmm. so get ready. Yeah, get your uh, get your driver's ed you know, uh, headgear on. Because uh, Landry also said cars pulling out in front of you when there are no cars behind you. I don't even give a damn. Cars pull out in front of me is a pet peeve. I can't, yeah. It, or or – it elevates my blood pressure. I would sure. say that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Slow drivers, Chris Kitley says. Mr. Chris Kitley says slow drivers. And that, that once again, that, that has to be in context. Sure. Doesn't bother me. Three-lane highway, you drive as slow as you want on the far right lane. Sure. So you're, you're in agreement there. Yeah, yeah, not a huge deal. Now, when you get on a two-lane or it's a single access, that's where it can get you know semi-frustrating if it's delaying you, but... Uh, generally speaking, not not yeah. a huge pet peeve. Got you. Landry says smacking food, chewing with your mouth open. Now, mm-hmm. listen. 
There is also a new epidemic in this in in this country, and uh, it first it started with the word literally, it graduated to the word obsessed, it became yano, and now it is smacking your food. Okay, it, it smacking your food while you're talking. The, now smacking your food while you're just eating and eating in general is one thing mm-hmm. that also is a pet peeve of mine. But I completely agree with Mr. Uh, uh, who said this, Landry Griffith. When somebody's smacking, now, and it may be me coming from a podcast or radio or audio mm-hmm. background, you know, and, and TV background, I, I pick up on things in the background very, very easily. Yeah. And I'm self-critical of that, too. Even though I burped on the air, I'm going to start burping. I don't care because it's my podcast. Mm-hmm. And what is this podcast about? You. Exactly. So, but people... Well, I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. and on podcast, it is the worst. Mm-hmm. And, and so anyway, how about you, strong feelings, yes or no on that? Yeah, it's definitely not enjoyable. I don't I don't know if it would make my top 10, but not something yeah. that I Does w- Blakely smack? <laughs> she does. She uh, she eats with like a, a slight humming noise. It's like she's revving up her engines. It's, yes. mm, that's kind of how it goes. I got you. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, that is a good one. That's almost universally. Yeah. Uh, also, Landry, much like me, in, in people who say epic, the word epic, and yes, that that if you look up the definition of that word, it's not what I think it, most people think it means. Sure. Um, Landry also says, people who say like, now I've just gotten past that. Yeah, it's almost become such a right part of our syntax. I'm trying to nip literally at obsessed and yeah, I know in the bud sure. right now, I'm, I'm a one man army mm-hmm. uh, going against a nation mm-hmm. of uh, well, actually not a nation, all the nations mm-hmm. in that. But like it was, is, we're, we're already too late. It's too mm-hmm. late on that. And I say it like I say it a lot. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he also said bad grammar. And I'm so glad somebody said this. Because, man, I can use incorrect grammar a lot, but I usually use it intentionally or in very sure. conversational talking. Yeah. So I wonder if he's talking about texting or if that's like in the written Ooh. form. Like, is it email? Cause, See, I didn't think about that. Yeah. The, the way that I judge grammar, and this is obviously his pet peeve, so he would, would be better to explain that. Yeah. But the way that people email versus the way they text versus the way that they might speak or the way they they may write. I mean, those are all those all kind of get graded on a different curve for I me. understand. But But – but speak like does does the texting does that does that bother you more than than the than the actual yeah gr- grammar itself doesn't bother me as much misspelled words is actually probably one of my mm-hmm. biggest pet peeves to a text just gen- yeah but i mean it would have to be text yeah, yeah, you can't so. misspell yeah. a word you speak but yeah yeah um yeah that that one does actually really bother me gotcha i'm with you on there because especially if it's giving it <laughs> Usually giving you the word. I'm trying to call Landry to see what he meant, but sure. he didn't answer the phone. And, um, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. Mis- misspelled words just kind of, I don't know. That just. What double negatives bother me. Yeah. Because a lot of times, yeah, once again, I break shit down. And so whenever somebody says, man, I ain't got no time for that. Sure. Okay, well, so if you ain't got time, so that means you do not have no time. Have no time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's just. Yeah. 
I, double I negatives know. are tricky. I'm not smart enough to to understand them fully. Yeah, they they and, and maybe that's Miki coming out of me, my mom. Sure, and and uh, you know, she wasn't the biggest grammar Nazi or whatever you want to call it, but you know, she would correct me, and she would correct me. Like I remember this is one of her her pet peeves was uh, as a kid when you say you know where where are you at? Mm-hmm. She would tell me she go that that's that at is not needed. It's where are you? Mm-hmm. I'm bad at that. I end my sentences. I think that's a preposition, right? Okay, yeah. I end my sentences with prepositions quite okay. frequently. So. I, I went to therapy today. I got brought up in, in a therapy. And this is where us all came from, by the way. Mm-hmm. I had group therapy yesterday. Went to the group therapy. It was great. But we op- And usually our therapist opens up with a really good like little conversation starter with the group. And it was pet peeves, what, what gets on your nerves. And it inspired me to do another podcast about it. Because yeah. I, got, I got it in a whole new light. From people that are, you know, and and struggling with their mental health. And that, one, I think are the strongest people in the world because they go seek out help for it. Sure. Because I think, man, God, we could we could really use we could really use people to go out and 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 it not be a bad thing to get therapy well, isn't shouldn't be a bad word. Sure. What was yeah. the uh what was kind of the genesis of that conversation? And then what uh, was what was the ultimate point? Of the oh, of pet peeve, really, it's just to get the conversation go. It's a it's a oh, it's an icebreaker. Up, it's straight up icebreaker. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Wow. To get people because you have people that are that are schizophrenic in this group. Mm-hmm. You have people that are all, all you know almost everybody deals with depression and anxiety at some level, which I do. Sure. And then the, you know, there's people that that have a hard time with paranoia. There's people mm-hmm. that are addicts. You know, they're, they're, you know, and and with without giving away too much about you know the group, I would never say anybody's name or anything like that. But. Uh, there's a lot of different problems there, mm-hmm. and when there, it was to hear, it was funny to hear people's people's answers, what their pet peeves were, hmm. you know. And but it really is just to get into a group therapy uh, or environment, yeah. And so that's where I, that it's funny gets where I got it from is uh, is I got it from this is this whole podcast is coming from that. And I enjoy group therapy. I enjoy individual therapy. I enjoy all kinds of therapies. And I think, man, if you really got it, if you're having a hard time uh, in your life, and, and I don't even mean in ways that um, are uh, like seriously like you're suicidal or something like that. That's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like um, – Man, if you're having a hard time, you know, getting motivated, if you're having a hard time, just uh, something might be off. Your anxiety get gets you gets the best of you sometimes. Or if there's man, there's to me, there's nothing wrong with uh, it, it. It to go talk to somebody, and it's so helpful. And you can't do it in one session. And it, so don't just sign up for one. It's just like people sign up for marriage counseling or premarital counseling that like True and Abby were on last week. They go do that. And it's something I think everybody needs to do at some point. I think every one of us struggles a little bit mentally. And so it, I wish it was taught in schools. I wish uh, uh, mental health was taught in schools. Man, I, I could have really, really, really benefited from some mental health therapy during my school like during my junior high high school years or even college years really more college years than anything else but um i was too big of a pompous badass to do therapy oh my gosh in high school and probably even college i thought i was too good for everything so you know that's just uh one of those things that 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 
man, I had to go through, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you need to, you need to get punched in the mouth a little bit. And, uh, if, and if that happens, but it's okay to go therapy about it, you know, and that's where I stand. And man, this is where the, this came up, you know, this kind of, uh, conversation got, got started and it really happened so fast. I called Zyler, Zyler said, yeah, ready to go, had to get a babysitter and, uh, dude, you got a babysitter and, and, and which are your parents and my sister and, and her husband and, uh, Blake and Kippy. And I don't know if these names are, and I, I'm not going to say, cause the, the, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if the names are, um, set yet for Kippy and Blake. Are they, are they going to let Blakely decide? I think that was what I heard at one point, but I made koozies and I gave Blake koozies for Christmas. So they better be those two words. Yeah. It's, it's B-Buck and Kiki. And I think my mother may change hers. If the kiddo can't say it very well, I think that would really Kiki? bother. Yeah. K's are kind of tough. What did she say? PP or TT or TT. That's what she's saying right now. What? Okay. You know what? I wanted you guys to call me Uncle TT for a long time. We can make that happen. Well, I want we yes, hey, uh, some of you still do. I think Truman or who yes, still calls you Uncle call, TT? calls me Uncle TT sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And um, I see why you wouldn't want to call somebody. I used to think it was weird all the time when like m- my friends would introduce me to their grandma or grandpa, and they're like, "Hey, this is me, Ma. You can just call me Ma." I'm like. That feels weird to me. Yeah, it does. It feels it does weird feel to odd. call somebody else's grandmother or grandmother Mima or Papa or Sure. But I think a nickname, you know, so I don't want yeah. I don't want y'all I, I I thought it was a good idea to be Uncle T. Yeah. And then I wanted to retract it. Sure. Because I didn't y'all started making friends and I started getting introduced to y'all's friends and, and it was Uncle, Uncle T. Yeah, and and I could tell that it was like, I ain't calling that guy Uncle T. That's for <laughs> damn sure. And with you guys it wasn't a big problem. Yeah. You know, or and, and with Kennedy. Or when they're little kids. And Kennedy not... Kennedy called me Uncle T T too. So she, yeah. I mean, you know, so yeah, but I thought I I uh, I, I kind of reverse thought on that. Yeah. So I think that's fair. Yeah, because I mean because with with all of your friends that I know and love mm-hmm. and with all of Zyler's friends, I mean all of Jet's friends and all of True's friends and Kennedy's friends, I and I'm known as one thing, one thing only. And that's Uncle T. Uncle T, Uncle Ty. Yeah. That's it. I mean it's and I love that, man. Yeah. It endears my heart, man. I love it. It gives me a soft spot whenever I hear one of your friends call me Uncle Ty. Sure. And I see them, and I'll just see them out in this, you know, in public, you <laughs> yeah. know. And there's nobody around, and I'm like, "Uncle Ty," you know. Yeah. So, and it's so, it just, man, it makes it just, it's awesome. Sure, it's a good feeling. Absolutely. So, anyway, let's get back to pet peeves. But this has been way too positive so far. Yeah, uh, I guess we need some more hate. I should get back into my my get, frustrations. Yeah, get back into your mode. You yeah. know, get back into your mode. Um, okay. I'm gonna get to Greg Miller's because Greg Miller typed a book. Mm-hmm. Greg Miller from Ohio. Yep. Which being from Ohio is a pet peeve. I, I, this of mine. You know what? From Ohio. Yeah. What are you doing? Yep. What's wrong with you? Yep. Um, oh, hang on. Landry Griffith is calling. Should I answer? Yeah, go for it. And it's your podcast. What was? What, yeah, that is true. Landry, you're on speakerphone and you're on the air. Oh, what up, Windloose? Oh, yo, uh, Zyler Buchanan is in the house. We're talking about pet peeves. Oh, good. He has good ones. <laughs> yes, he does have good ones, but we, we wanted context on yours. Okay. Um, one of yours. We're talking about bad grammar, and uh, yes. well, we've got finished talking about that, but we're revisiting it now that you're calling. So was he talking about – Zyler had a good question. You're talking about like 
bad grammar when you're speaking or bad grammar when you're texting? Um, more probably via texting, typing, things like that makes me absolutely crazy. Yep. But I cannot stand like like the small town West Texas, like we was gonna. <laughs> You're gonna with that a you. Stuff, <laughs> that bad grammar makes me just as crazy. That's a pet peeve, huh? Yes, but right. if you don't know the difference of two, two, and two, your, your, and your, uh-huh. it makes me crazy. I got you. There is, and I'm just going to say this real quick. There okay. is a retired Friendship High School English teacher who is very active on Facebook. Okay. And her grammar is insane. What do you think we learned it from? <laughs> <laughs> no punctuation. Makes my skin crawl. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, because if, if you can't punctuate properly, that can be a whole other meaning, and, and we should have learned that already in in, in uh, school, shouldn't we have? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, brother, I appreciate you calling <laughs> me back, man. Yeah, y'all take it easy. Can't uh, wait to listen. All right, talk to you later. Later, brother. So that we revisited that. Yeah, he's talking about texting, and you were mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I, I think even, that's really I valid one. that way. But back to Greg Miller from Ohio. Uh, Greg Miller's pet peeves. <laughs> now, this is a former sportscaster. Mm-hmm. Now, Greg Miller got nearly as drunk as you did on his episode, and I did over Zoom. Wow. No, he got more. No, no, he, none, you didn't get that bad. Uh, uh, Greg did, mm-hmm. and I did too at the same time. So, um, But this is a former sportscaster. This is a guy that has plenty of hard take opinions about a lot sure. of things. Number one, ESPN. I don't like I said. There's no context here. Sure, but it's ESPN. Yeah. What do you think he's trying to? Is he saying that they've gotten away from Sports Center and away, and they're just doing more opinion shows? Because that's what I feel like. Yeah. He's saying I don't. I don't know. Uh, there's probably a lot of ways, and he would likely be able to clarify that best. There's a lot of different ways that you could view that. Mm-hmm. I know plenty of people that have legitimate gripes with ESPN, the company, or whether it's their parent company, Disney, yeah. how, however they view that. Yeah. Uh, I'd be interested to hear. the. In, the uh, I won't spoil it, but the next one's interesting. The NCAA is his next one. Yeah. Uh, I, I can definitely see how people would have gripes with the NCAA. It's you know someone that was handed an absolutely loaded deck yes. and uh, somehow folded on their you know pocket aces. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't find a way to win. Just uh, horrific mismanagement of I know, and a great product, and, and they have the one one of their aces in their in that pocket hand. You know, to me, is mm-hmm. the tournament, yeah. the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. and they're starting to do it. They're, yeah, but they're putting their fingers in it, and you didn't need to do anything. Yeah, you didn't need to touch it. Totally, and that's you, the you, only you, thing that funds the NCAA. Yes, because they don't they don't technically crown a football national championship that's anymore. True. The college football playoff is a separate entity. Se- yeah, now you know what. And you're you're teaching me shit here, and I and I appreciate that because you know I think of the NC, I think it's the NCAA national championship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's funny is that my next week's guest, um, maybe I'll ask him about. Yeah, that. absolutely. I'm but, sure he has. I don't know if he can air all of his gripes on air with can. the NCAA, but, but you know what? what, what what's going to hurt for me to ask? That's a great point. Yeah, and, and uh, you know I do think there are you know a lot of the gripes with the NCAA are centered around the the, the big revenue sport and then the the semi big revenue sport being basketball, but they do other great things. You know the people that get to play at the you know three hundred fifty plus institutions and they get to you yeah. know play on scholarship and go yeah. play softball at Lemoyne or Fairfield yeah. or Marist. Like that's awesome and that they oversee that. That's really cool. Yeah, They're, the gripes are basically with the way that they handle the big money items, which is. Yeah. In a, football, in a, I was about basketball. to say the NFL, which really, okay. yeah, so, you know, uh, the the football, basketball, sure, right, 
And everybody thinks it would be great if you got rid of the NCAA, but you just don't know how that would, what does that look like for the 98% of athletes that don't play in those two sports? It's a very good question. Yeah. And, that's a, and then, and that's a very fair question. Too. Sure. Because like you talked to my boy, like David Collier, who's been on the show multiple times, mm-hmm. his daughter plays at, uh, his daughter plays softball at university of Texas, Dallas. Okay. Uh, or UTA. I could, God, I hope sure. I'm not wrong on that. But, and Blair, her name is Blair, and she's really good at softball, and she loves playing softball. Mm-hmm. And, like, she got to start her first game uh, as a freshman the other day. Wow. And that is a big deal. Yeah. And how and, cool and, of an and, opportunity is absolutely. that? Absolutely. Go to school. And yep. Maybe you get some of it, maybe you get all of it paid for. Yeah. Like, but that's really cool to have that experience as a student athlete. And yeah. They do provide that opportunity, and that's not to excuse them for their, their shortcomings and yeah, no doubt. the other areas. But, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I agree. And but like even like we got to enjoy Jet, you know, mm-hmm. your your brother. Yeah, totally. Run run at Tech. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't getting paid. He wasn't sure. getting. It was no NIL deals then. And uh, this is that's this whole separate thing. Maybe that's sure. Maybe my Greg has some of that uh, uh, in the NCAA. Sure. But but it but that brought us joy as mm-hmm. a family to watch Jet run and become a Big Twelve champion. Totally. You know, and win races and stuff. All right. His yeah. next one was. People driving under the speed limit in the passing lane, and that yep. is was a very common one. Yeah. If there's only two lanes, okay, in West Texas, that means something totally different. Yeah, totally. Two lanes means there's just one lane for you to drive in. Exactly, yeah. Okay. If, it's, if there's more than one lane to drive in, uh, and you're driving in the left-hand lane, and people are passing you on the right, you're yep. doing something wrong. Yeah. That, and you know what, Zyler? I question your future. Totally. At that point in time. You can make critical and accurate assessments about somebody's processing ability if they're doing those things. Yeah, this is somebody that likes black jelly beans, or, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Or, licorice. Or, or, or black licorice. Yeah, these are people Roots that, for the Longhorns. There you go. Roots for the Longhorns. There's a lot of people you could probably put into a uh, pot, that drive in the left lane and drive slower than the speed limit mm-hmm. or slower than the flow of traffic Sure, is a phrase I think that even police officers use. Yeah. So uh, I'm with you on that. Greg Miller. I'm with, I feel like people in Ohio where mm-hmm. Greg is from, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody speeds in every lane. You could be right. I've never been to Ohio. I, I also feel like everybody is on speed in every lane. You could be right. Never been to Ohio. Okay. Uh, Greg also says people not knowing how to use grocery self-checkout and still using it. This is so funny. Dude. You, you can envision the scenario where somebody's getting just increasingly frustrated watching somebody. Because oh, oh, they only have four items and they're trying to get out of there quick. Okay. I have so many ways I could go with this. And I, and I hear what he's saying. Because, mm. man, if you can just... I, I would, I would if, if you if you're if you're self checkout um, challenged, okay. Do yourself a favor. Go at a non busy time and get comfortable with it. Yeah, and use get some practice the, rounds. Yeah, use some use some practice rounds. Exactly. Go in there and buy two things. Yeah, you know, and and, and, and mm-hmm. you know you didn't, you don't have to you don't have to do the whole workout at once. Go in there and buy a couple things. Turn around and go buy a couple more things. Whatever. <laughs> that way you're getting used to it. Sure. Yeah, because because he's right. You know, I went to Target this morning, and and uh, Target really has only one register line open now, mm-hmm. like you know where you can go through. And I'm okay with the self checkout. Yeah. And, and everybody there was boom, 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 boom. They were on it, and I was a little intimidated. Yeah. Because I'm pretty good at self checkout, but mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I don't think I was as good as 
the people that were there at the point in time. Yeah. But, I love the way that they've evolved the self-checkout too. When you get too. your own scanner and you can yeah. go in and just you know click them all and you don't have to take all your items out, that really yeah. improves the speed. You bet. And I've just now, I mean, I, have, I bought an end table this morning at, at, at Target. A very cheap on sale end table. No, that's not it. Unfortunately, that was my very first desk in here. <laughs> you just saw just putting at this desk. It's on sale. Uh, now you see why I had to get a new desk. Could you see yeah. if this little bitty short desk was in front of me and I was looking at you? I mean, I would just. It would be interesting. Number one, I would look huger than I am. <laughs> There's some grammar for you. Yeah. And, but also, I love, uh, and my pet peeve is people that hate self checkout. One of my mm. pet peeves. People that hate self-checkout. Yeah, and I'm talking to you. I probably am pissing off a lot of people right now. Sure. Because people are like, God, yo, blah, blah, blah. And, and I get your, I, peer, I feel like part of your frustration is what Greg is talking about. Mm-hmm. But I just want to talk to a person, blah, blah, blah. And I, okay, listen, I grew up when I was a kid, and I can remember this as, as clear as yesterday. You didn't get out of your car to pump your gas. Yeah. Somebody came out and pumped your gas for you. Mm-hmm. And went and ran your credit card in, or went and you paid, and they came out with cash. And I'm telling you right now, uh, pay at the pump, boy, that's really gone over terribly, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, how wild is that? I know there was a state recently where they just now got rid of that. It used to be federally mandated that you had to still have you could, your gas pumped for you. You couldn't pay at the pump. No, I think it was I, either Oregon I, or Washington. Yeah. And I don't, and I, <laughs> and I couldn't even. Listen, I think maybe there's a, a niche for that in, in places like Texas and places like, you know, that are still, you know, mm-hmm. old school like that. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I used to love it when the gas guy would come to the window and sometimes he would bring bubble gum. Sometimes he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But it was always interesting to see if he would come and bring me a piece of bubble gum. So sure. it was pretty cool. But, but, you know, I think going to get your gas pumped would be something new for kids these days. Like that kids totally. like in the back car, back seat, that might be fun for them. Kind of like going through a car wash or something. I don't know. I would have no idea what to do. I've never had that experience. So it would, it would, See, it would confuse me. Yeah. You just stay in your car. Mm-hmm. It's That's totally so crazy. And you don't do, you, I'll tell you what you do. You don't do shit. You get your phone out. Oh, it's what you would do. Or you would, you'd watch the guy pump gas and clean your windows. He they would clean your windshield and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you'd never get out and did anything like that. Crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Greg, Greg's on to a couple things there. Um, he says paying for TSA pre-check and still being forced to go through regular security. Uh, I've never done pre-check. I've never paid for – and in Lubbock, they just now started offering TSA pre-check. Yeah. Uh, not even less than a year ago. So, once I start traveling a lot more, which I think I will be here here not too long in the future, I'll travel more. I'm, it may be something I look into. Yeah. Right now, man, I have I'm I'm an airport savant, and as bewildered no, that's not the word as uh, uh, disheveled as I am, I get my stuff together before going through TSA. Yeah. And there's a lot of things you can do there. Now, now mm-hmm. that is one of my pet peeves: people that aren't ready. Yeah. Be ready. You've done this before. You know how this works. Come on. Yeah. You know? Like, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. You can't have that Bowie knife. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Totally. It's just, it just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, dude. Uh, 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 or s- sorry, ma'am. Your your big hairspray can isn't going to go through. And yeah. you don't need to get mad about that. Because yeah. you should have known that to begin with. Yeah. The, the rules were clear. Yes. The rules are very clear. Mm-hmm. 
And don't stand up when the plane parks. <laughs> Unless you're cramping. Yep, you're exactly right. Okay, uh, what, what else does Greg say? What is, oh, his next one is weird. It, it, it says brisket in Ohio. It, it he, says on Ohio. I assume he means in Ohio. Yeah, he does. And that's, okay. Yeah, that's Landry's pet peeve is, is, is uh, you know, <laughs> incorrect grammar. Because I don't want brisket on Ohio either. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds pretty bad to me. Yeah, I can't, can't personally Ohio, attest. I can't personally attest to that either. Mm. I've stopped over in Ohio. And I'm talking a lot of shit about Ohio today. Sure. And I, I, I've, uh, I think I had a layover in Cleveland once on a random diverted flight. It's the only time I've ever been to Ohio. Yeah. Man, I'm, and, I'm, and you know what? It's, it's, it's in my top 10 of states listened to Win, Loser, Top podcast. There you go. But I think it's Greg. Okay. And so, well, shout out to him. <laughs> you know, the closest comp I can come up with is, is probably, you know, sushi in Lubbock is probably very similar to brisket in Ohio. I would think so. Probably should be avoided at all costs. I would think so. Yeah. There you go. Uh, brisket in Ohio. Um, then he says, uh, wait, hold on. I got to read this. He is, his next <laughs> one's the Ohio State University. The, and that's where he graduated. No, no. He went to Ohio, the Bobcats. And it was actually, I did, re, I did get on. And read this one time when he talked about this is years ago. Mm-hmm. They are actually the Ohio State, uh, the the Ohio University. They're Ohio University, right? They are the Ohio, yeah, yeah. And so that's why Ohio State for and I'm Greg's probably yelling right now, mm-hmm. and he's probably going, "No, that's not what happened. What happened was," <laughs> and I and I'm like, "Okay, I, I get it, wits." Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's why, like, they started calling. Ohio State Buckeyes started calling themselves the Ohio the, State. Yeah. yeah, and it's a total, just a diss. It's a straight-up mm. diss to the Bobcats. Mm. Uh, you know the greatest claim to fame the Bobcats have ever had in football? Do they go to the Sun Bowl? And play against Pops. Yeah, there play you go. my dad. Hang you're, the you're, banner. Yeah. Hang the banner. <laughs> and we beat him 15 Put that up in the stadium. Hey, they have it up in the stadium. Played against he Jerry sends King. A te- he sends a text Every time he goes to the game, he'll okay. send me a text. He'll go, here it is. And he show, he'll send me a text of the banner of that they played in the 1960-something Sun Bowl. Very cool. It is pretty cool. So uh, Underrated bowl. Uh, that that bowl. game is always it usually is. pretty good, and the, the setting's really neat, too. Yeah, it is pretty cool to go. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, Then, uh, lastly, we'll get to Greg's. Sorry for the people. Some people's pet peeve is Greg Miller right now, I guess, yeah. some, <laughs> if you're listening. Uh, a TV series that doesn't – that. And here you go again with the the grammar. Yeah. And I know Greg. I've seen him write copy to read in a teleprompter. Mm-hmm. And this is a man that it's he doesn't talk like this. So yeah. just so you know, but it says a TV series that don't end in and inexplicably just keep doing more seasons. I have a few that have come to mind, but that's not necessarily a pet peeve of mine. If I love a series, I'm mm-hmm. like just keep it going. Dude. Yeah, totally. I hate it when it is. I'm, I'm a big content consumer. Just give me more. Give me more, baby. Yep. Give me more. I'm with you on there. Okay. The, the, the only the the Walking Dead is the one that immediately comes That's to mind. That's the number one. Yeah, and I know, yeah. and, and and it and it did it. It it's one of the. I think I did finish it. That's a lot of TV, and I don't even know what happened at the end. I don't. I, I couldn't but tell you. You know what? Every time I, I roast that stuff, it's like people are still watching. You know, maybe I'm that's the one true. that's out of the loop. Yeah, I know. They're, they're still and, making and them. they're making spinoffs and shit, and I'm yeah. okay with the spinoffs. That's in the dude. It's got to get it. Mm-hmm. You can't. And I'm a big. I'm not a zombie guy, but mm-hmm. I'm a big post-apocalyptic dude. I sure. love dystopian stuff. Man, Just, look at you with the grammar today, the vocabulary. I guess. 
Thank you, you're, sir. You're whipping it out. Thank you. I appreciate that. But yeah, that that's the one that immediately pops to mind. I wonder if that's what he's talking very, about. Very, very, very apropos to bring that up. I'm not even going to try to compete today. I think <laughs> you've got me beat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Uh, let's see. That Now there's a lot of, re- of re- replies. So, um, uh, oh, I got to say this about Quint from Iowa real quick. Okay, I've gotten a couple things in the mail now that are people want me to promote promote on on the podcast. My podcast is verified on um, Instagram now. That changed a bunch of things. I started getting emails, people wanting me to promote things on my podcast that I have no idea who they are. Mm -hmm. And one is, do you see that uh, neon WLT sign? Yeah, not a sponsor? Uh, No, but they sent me an email. They go, hey, we would love to... uh, have you sponsor us on your podcast or, or not sponsor, uh, talk about us, promote us on your podcast. Um, if, and we'll give you a free neon. And I thought this can't be real. And they said, if you can, we'll give you a neon under so many letters. Nice. When those are tied podcast was way too many letters. Also would be a pretty long neon. <laughs> you have to go on the outside of your house. Yeah, exactly. I'd have to put on the outside of the apartment. Uh, so I said, WLT, do they send it to me? That's and actually it's pretty sweet. And it is pretty Did you awesome. Give, you gave him a shout out? No, and I don't even remember the name of the company. So, yeah, no, I mean, wow. uh, they didn't seem that genuine to me, but it's pretty genuine to send this. Yeah. Now, I got sent uh, this little other little thing, and it's these LED lights. Yeah. And I didn't know you podcasters live so lavishly. This is quite the setup. Well, I just hooked these LED lights up, and what's crazy is this is the remote to them. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. And and I didn't know they were all uh, uh, going to be. I didn't know they were so interactive. Yeah, LED I mean, lights. What but, is that? That's forty buttons, probably yeah, forty buttons for for a strip of LED lights. And uh, did that remote fall somewhere? That white remote? No, that's not it. Anyway, the remote that came with my neon WLT sign, it is the one that works on it, not the remote that they sent to me. And it's totally different company, different shit. Different, completely different. They're in cahoots, man. Dude, I turned on. I used my remote to turn on my WLT sign uh, yesterday, my neon sign, and the lights came on, and I couldn't even get them to turn on before. That's pretty impressive. Pretty fortunate. Anyway, I don't know where that. Uh, I don't know where my. Anyway, so who cares? It, 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 well, it's really good for a, uh, an audio only podcast. Yeah. Um. Imagine the scene. Yeah, uh, Quint from Iowa. Uh, uh, so I got a thing in yesterday, or day before yesterday, and my Amazon in. It's to me, it's addressed to me, Ty King, has my perfect address, everything, open it up. It's this thing from England, and it's full of herbal teas, all these herbal teas from England. And I'm like, somebody effed up. So I don't know how I got this. But then I went to, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm really getting free shit now. Mm-hmm. And is, is that what it was? No, Quint from Iowa sent it to me. Oh. Yeah, and he didn't tell me. He didn't put a return address on. He and the first time I heard about it was on the group text today. He said something about, "Oh, did you get some uh, teas?" <laughs> and I've been telling people that I got this damn thing. Is, is, I told is Mark it some kind of prank. I sent a picture of it to Mark Landry. I go, "Look, here's more stuff." No, because I like herbal tea. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I've talked about it before. And I've liked herbal tea. And there's like a sleepy time tea that I like to yeah, drink at oh, night. Yeah. And dude, but. I don't like herbal tea that much, Quint. <laughs> that's a that's a genuine display of friendship, though. Yeah. He should be commended. And it's for that. from England and everything. It's like from Quint and Nancy, and it's so nice. It's so, very cool. Anything. And so, anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, 
But speaking of Quint from Iowa, what does he say? Pet peeve. Another thing that annoys me is uh, video loops on news and sports games. Uh, stop it. It confuses people over 80. And he's not over 80. But, uh, yes, I, 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 I can kind of get where he's coming from, I guess. Standing up for the boomers. Yeah, big time. Yeah, somebody needed to stand up for Yeah, them. somebody needs to stand up for Yeah, them. exactly. Um, anyway, you know what? I think it would be a great time to take a break from pet peeves really, really, really quickly. And, 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 and you know, and I know, and everybody else on that listens to this podcast regularly knows that this sound <laughs> means one thing and one thing only. It's time for Todd Down. Zyler Buchanan, are you ready for Todd Down? I've been waiting all day. Did you think you were going to play, or did you did you did you not know, or I, what? I, I thought it was kind of a one time guest thing, so so I didn't have high expectations. Well, people have uh, Mike, Mark Youngbud's on like level eight, okay, or whatever of of tied down. Okay, He's I didn't also, know if I, my my first performance merited a second try, so I do appreciate the second chance. But you won. I don't remember winning. Yeah, you did win. I did. Uh, uh, you did get the win. Uh, and I think you did pretty well. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. I mean, you did okay. So just you know, yeah. go back and listen to that someday. Um, but what what tie down is for those of you that have never heard tie down is is a game I play with all my contestants. Not all of them, not all the time. But uh, you can win or lose this game. It's five questions, random questions that I come up with myself, and usually I know the answer myself. Mm-hmm. Not every time, and especially level two and up, I don't know the answer every time. I I I, I will look up the mm-hmm. answers to these questions, but I think they're creative questions. They usually involve one involves a geography, one involves a, a, an entertainment, one involves sports and you know, this, that, and the third. And then one might involve something that I don't even know. Who knows? Maybe involve a food. Who knows? There are right and wrong answers. That is the most important thing to understand about this game, that there are right and wrong answers. Even if I say, what is your favorite perfume? And you tell me there is a right and wrong answer. Okay. That is not one of the questions, by the way. But Zyler Buchanan, round two for you. You are 1-0 and tied down. Are you ready? Let's go. You are officially tied down. Oh, wait. Just a second. Hold on. No, hold on. You are tied down, but just (laughs) my computer did something weird. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Okay, cool. I'm glad that stuff is popping up, and I'm I'm still recording, so so that's good. Uh, no thanks, no thank you. I don't need that window to pop up. Thank you. Oh, th- I, am I trying to extend your time right now to be nervous? No, I'm not doing that. On, I'm not doing this on purpose. So I'm not doing it on purpose. I promise. Uh, uh, so yeah, are you ready? Yeah, we're recording. Uh, oh yeah, we're recording, baby. Todd down, Zadar Buchanan, round two. Number one. Who was the runner-up in the NCAA tournament last year? That's going to be the San Diego State Aztecs. Number two. As a child, you loved and were, I would say, obsessed with the movie The Lion King. In the beginning scene, who were the third group of animals to pop up? The third. Now, I'm not going to give you a time limit, really, but 
you know what I'll do? I will do this for you. Uh, just kind of as an audio help. I can see what's happening. Oh, yeah. sorry. I, I think I have a guess. No, I don't want you to have a guess yet. I don't because I, I, I want to set this up. I want to set this up. I want to set this up correctly. Think about it. All right. So, do you is that, is that guess still the same? I, I'm struggling with. The, the, I know there's birds, and I can't remember if it's the same species. I'm gonna go with flamingos, um, and I think I'm gonna. I don't, I don't know that I'm gonna think myself into a better answer, but that's what I'm gonna lock in. Okay. Um, all right, you're going with flamingos. Number three on tied down. Now, I'm going to give you 30 seconds on this one, and I'm going to write down your answers. I need three famous people named Dan or Danny. And if you name Dan, my favorite, you get bonus points. Dan Hurley. Dan Quinn. Danny DeVito. Number four. Once again, you get bonus points if you get my favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay. In no sequels, no no sequels count on this, by the way. Uh, I'm going to give you 30 seconds again. And I need you to give me three Jennifer Lawrence movies. Jennifer Lawrence movies. The Hunger Games, Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, man, there's the Netflix one. I can't remember. No Hard Feelings, I think is what it's called. Um, those are the ones she's in with Chris Pratt. I can't remember what that one's called either. Um, okay, I need your final answers, though. I, I mean, I, the, the so first... I know I know the Hunger Games and Silver Linings playbook. Um, is she in? I don't think she's in Black Swan. I want to go. No hard feelings is my third. Okay, number five. Thirty seconds on the clock. I need four countries in the continent of Africa. Botswana, Uganda, South Africa, Lesotho. Okay. Bonus question. Name three flavors that have been removed or replaced on the menu at Bahama Bucks. Shaved ice flavors. Peanut butter, Thunderbolt. If you get my favorite, you get extra. Glazed donut. Uh, Say those again. Peanut butter, Thunderbolt, glazed donut. Thunderbolt and glazed donut. Okay. Number seven, it's an extra bonus question. I don't know if you'll need it or not, but we're mm. going to ask it again. Uh, but we're going to ask it anyway. Um, in the immediate King family, the immediate King family, the immediate King family, there's five members. Mm-hmm. What are the middle names of everybody in the immediate King family? Kippy Jan, Ty Jerome. I do not know Jay's Jay. Jay Shine? No, that's Remy's. Jay. You got two more people to go to. Oh, Mickey and Pop, Jerry Ray, Julie, 
Ann. Okay. And and, and uh, you're you're going with oh J Otho. I don't know. Okay. All right. Time's up. Stop the clock. Okay. Zyler, let's go over your answers. Number one, who was the runner-up in the NCAA tournament last year? It's always a really hard question for me mm-hmm. to figure out, to remember. But you know what? I have inspiration from my boy out in California, Dave mm-hmm. Turris, who is a very big fan of this team. And it was the San Diego State Aztecs. Yeah. You got number one correct. They're good again this year. They are good again this year. Number two, who were the third animals to appear on screen in Lion King? I even played you the song. Um, you went. You went with the flamingos. Okay. Um, so I looked it up, and okay, here's what I did. I want. Yeah, I want you to know this. I looked it up. There were several different answers to this question online. So you know what I did? I just went to Disney Plus and I watched the in, the beginning of it. <laughs> and uh, number one is the rhinos. Uh-huh. Number two is the kudu or the some sort of a deer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like not the a gazelle. spiral horns. Yes, spiral yep. horns. Mm-hmm. Yep. Number three was the meerkats. Dang it. Where do yes. flamingos come in? I didn't write down the rest. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I stopped watching after yeah, I saw I the Yeah, I remember third. the meerkats now. Yep. Meerkats are number three. Man. So so that one, uh, Zyler, I'm sorry to say you got wrong. Tough, tough, tough. Uh, but, but man, alive, you were obsessed with that movie. So I said name three famous people S- named Dan. Side note, did you, do you know what Romeo, or excuse me, <laughs> do you know what Shakespearean play The Lion King is based on? Let me think. It's not Romeo and Juliet. Forgive okay, me. Won't be Romeo. Okay, it's uh, let me uh, let me think about the plot. I learned this not is even it, a week uh, ago. Othello. Okay, I think that's a character in the play. I could no, be Othello wrong. is an actual Hamlet, an actual uh, Shakespeare play. Well, you almost said it right there. It's it's Hamlet. Oh, it is. Is it Hamlet? Okay. It oh, is. really? Okay. And I had I had no idea until a week ago. I'm going to think about that. That'll that'll be something I think about tonight, and it'll keep me awake. Thank you. You're welcome. I just need people to add up add yeah. to my uh, uh, unneeded anxiety when I go to bed at night. Okay, Zyler, I said name, th- uh, th- what did I say? Name three famous people named Danny. Extra points if you name my favorite one, mm-hmm. Dan or Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, and you went with Hurley, correct. Mm-hmm. Dan Quinn, that's correct. And then you went with Danny DeVito. That is also correct. You got all three correct within the allotted amount of time. You did not say my favorite, though, which is Dan Aykroyd. But Danny DeVito would is pretty good. Okay. Uh, so congratulations, you got number three right. Number four, name three movies with Jennifer Lawrence. If you get my favorite one, uh, this has kind of been. I don't think it's been asked before, but I think it's been asked. It may have been asked yeah. before, but uh, you did say. Uh, oh, the why I said no sequels is mm-hmm. uh, um, Hunger Games. Hunger Games, yeah, yes. My my favorite movie that she's ever been in, ever, and I think she's the most attractive in, is Silver Linings Playbook. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. You got the extra points for that one. Let's go. And then you said uh, uh, No Hard Feelings, mm-hmm. and that is also correct. That's what it's called? Okay, yes. let's go. You're motoring along. You're motoring along. Number five. No, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, number five. Name four countries in Africa. You okay, Zeller? I know your intelligence is high, and it's latitude, not longitude. Right, I understand that. But to come up with the 
the four countries in Africa, number one, not only did you do it correctly, mm-hmm. but you, you came up with countries that, I mean, if you ask, I think 90% of the population in America, mm-hmm. they would name four countries in, in Africa if they know them, mm-hmm. and the four countries you named would not be <laughs> most of them. Well, well Lesotho so, where, so how did you, where did you come up with these, because you've never been to Africa. No, no, I know no. you've been overseas, but you've never been to Africa. No. So where did you come up with, why did you come up with these countries? What made you come I don't know. Up? There's a ton of countries. That's just immediately where I went. I, I think I actually thought of Uruguay first, and that's definitely not in Africa. So then I went you, and then I just went Uganda, and then I thought about where do they do safaris? That's Botswana. And then South Africa is easy. And then Lesotho has got to be one of the most unique countries in the world. It's completely surrounded by South Africa itself. It has no borders that it shares with any other country or any ocean. So that was just a random country. It's it's like the Oklahoma of Africa? Kind of. But if Oklahoma was completely surrounded by Texas. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So if you look at South Africa on a map, you'll notice- What is that called? Lesotho, L-E-S. No, no, I know the country, but I'm saying, what's that called again? If you're completely surrounded, like if you like Macedonia, S-O-L. like Macedonia, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Macedonia is completely surrounded. Yeah, there are other countries, Poland, landlocked. Um, yeah, yeah, but but you're well, but you're surrounded by the same country. I don't know. I, I don't is actually that what know. You're saying that it's yeah, surrounded it's, by the it's same. surrounded by the same country. They have oh, no way in or out unless they <laughs> go through that country. That ain't good. I just don't. I just think that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, it doesn't you seem start like a great country plan for success. Like you know, we're going to start it here. Yeah. And it's, we're going to get surrounded by one country. <laughs> yeah. Cool. It's, it's funny that it exists, but I've always remembered that name for whatever reason. Okay. You did get that correct. But, and I started writing down and I was like, I just stopped. It was like, uh, it's it, Uganda. It was Rwanda. It was Lesotho and uh, South, Africa. South Africa. So mm-hmm. congratulations. You got that correct. I also will give a shout out to, to Guthrie Thomas here. We used to play a game called Global and it would be, you know, naming very random countries and you had to get closest to a certain thing. And that, that really did help my geography skills for a little bit there. Okay. Uh, minus points for giving shout out to Guthrie Thomas. So <laughs> you can't just start giving shout outs to Guthrie Thomas without getting it pre-approved. Sorry. My apologies. What do you say? Ask no. for forgiveness, not permission. That's true. I do say that. Uh, number seven was the extra bonus question. What are the metal names of the immediate King family? Okay. Uh, you, do you get those? You get the bonus points that you lost mm-hmm. back because you said Ty Jerome, which is the name I would want to be called, but it's Jeffrey Ty. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Jerome is my my favorite name. I would love if I could change my name, but I'd change it to Jerome. Ty Jerome is a Virginia basketball player. That's I don't exactly know why right. that came to and my it, mind, but, but it's also the name I would want to have. I've, I've in my in a, in that's a, so bad. In my next life, I want to be named Jerome. <laughs> Or whatever. I just think Jerome is the coolest name. But oh, Ty my Jerome, apologies. And, and, and Jerome is not a black thing. Ty Jerome was a white dude. Oh, yeah. So, Stone Cold that, Killer. Yeah, he was. And so, uh, uh, but Jerome. Golly. I knew you, that. You got incorrect. Also, but you got Julianne correct. You got Jerry Ray correct. You got Kippy Jan correct. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jay King, you, you struggled on Jay King. I have no idea. And it's, and you know, it is tough. Because he uh, uh, he's junior, Jerry Ray King Jr. I yep. yeah 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 we call him. I Jay. don't know that I actually knew that. We got real creative and called him Jay. I I do not know that I actually knew that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm learning that for the first time. There you go, Jerry Ray King Jr. Did but, not uh, know that. Ben, with all that being said, though, with all the nonsense and all the hoopla being said, uh, dude. Not only did you win, you freaking killed that episode of Todd Down. <laughs> Zyler Buchanan, congratulations. Welcome to the big win column Thank you, today. Sir. Thank you, sir. You win extra uh, win-loser tie koozies. 
That's exciting. You've been soul, you've been soul bonus, which that means I'm giving you something to your soul right now. You won something today. Okay. So when you go home tonight, you you can look at you can look your daughter in the eye and you can say, <laughs> "Your dad won something today." Yeah, he made a man. He, yes. he made a man of himself. He was he was he yeah, did something. He, he, he went out and really really. One of my favorite movies ever is Revenge of the Nerds, not for under seventeen. Um, but John Goodman is the f- yeah. football coach, and he has the greatest <laughs> speech in history. Because <laughs> all the jocks got beat by a bunch of nerds in a play mm-hmm. con- mm-hmm. In, in a talent contest. And he says, I don't know about you, but you just got your asses whipped <laughs> by a bunch of GD nerds. <laughs> and I don't know what I'd do about it, but if I were you, I know your father didn't look at you <laughs> in your crib <laughs> and say you were going to lose to a bunch of nerds. So I would do this. In the name of my father, in the name of my coach, <laughs> I would say you go out there and get those GD nerds. <laughs> I've really paraphrased it and yeah. I butchered it. Damn it, I butchered it. But that is the John Goodman. Uh, uh, you, you, you killed it. But thank you you killed it. And I think you can look Blakely in the eye tonight. And I think she's. I think she can say this one day officially because this podcast are going to be out forever as far mm-hmm. as long as the internet it lasts. Sure. Which today this with the outage on the phones and stuff today made me think man the internet could go. Yeah. So you maybe this won't be out there forever, but hopefully Blakely is old enough to hear you on this episode and go, God, I'm proud of my dad. <laughs> he won uh tied down. Yeah, you're exactly right. You get koozies, you get another bracelet if you want one. Mm-hmm. You get uh, a bunch of soul bonus, all of it you want. Yep. From me today. It's priceless stuff. Let's talk about pet peeves. Let's get to pet peeves. I'm going to go to the. Uh, I'm going to go to a group text that you're not in, and this is. It's funny is this is the win loser tie group text, which is me and three women, uh, Whitney Foot, Daniel Romero, and Casey Smith, the, the three of my favorite people in the entire world. So if I can just go ahead and say that, uh, but they named their they named the uh, group text this a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. I said, I need uh, your pet peeves. Whitney, coming off the top rope right now. Anybody saying they're going to give 110%? Mm, that is a great one. Yeah. It's a good one. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I know some people right now are going, well, I see that. <laughs> and they're driving in their car. She's, and then she even followed up with, how can you give more than it's possible to give? Yeah. I get it. Okay. I feel uh, like giving a hundred percent is even a, a really tough ask. Giving everything you have seems seems a little bit excessive. I'm giving everything I have right now to this podcast. Okay. I mean, I'm talking like not in total. I'm talking about right now, dude. <laughs> I'm performing at a breakneck at max speed. capacity. I'm, I'm 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 at my best right now. Okay. Good to know. So for for all of you people listening, this is as good as it gets. Yeah. It's not going uphill from here. Right. It it, it it's. It's going to completely plateau or fall off a cliff. And you know what? I think either I way. I think that's exciting for I the listener. I think either way, though. it's had a pretty good run. I'm trying to make it to 100 episodes. There you go. I think I falling got, off cliff, I mean, that'd be kind of fun to watch, right? Yeah, I mean, it'd be good I for the viewer and the listener. Meltdown, just one complete meltdown. I kind of had a meltdown on one of them. When I, but I had to explain why I wasn't going on doing any podcasts for a while. I was like, dude, I'm struggling. Um, Whitney also said left lane riders, which we've had yep. already. Um, yep. 
And this is one of one of the ones I wrote down. And Whitney Foote, you have come through because I wrote this down for one of mine. Okay, Miss Whitney, yes. Assuming that I want sweet tea, mm. she says, "Get that trash out of here." And I am with you. Yeah, I've been. When you were a kid, you wanted sweet tea so bad in this area. Yeah. They didn't offer sweet tea. Yeah. You wanted sweet tea. They had sugar on the table, and you sweetened it yourself. Totally. I can't believe that now, and people want sweet tea. Like That's what they want. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah, it sweeten is that shit up yourself. Yeah. Give me my regular tea, and don't mm-hmm. sweeten my tea. Mm-hmm. tea. Tea to me has always been a bitter drink. It's funny to me that people think of it as a sweet drink. A lot of tea talk in this uh, uh, yeah. episode, <laughs> and I didn't even really realize that. Until just now, but a lot of tea talk. We've had Uncle TT, we've had herbal tea, herbal tea. and now we're having sweet tea talk. Mm-hmm. Okay. The TT episode. This is the TT episode. This is what it will be called Pet Peeve, the TT episode. Yeah. Thank you, Whitney. Oh, she also said, uh, <laughs> this is pretty funny. In group text only, really. Mm-hmm. No, not, no, I guess it doesn't uh, only pertain to that. Uh, Back-to-back texters. Mm. Oh, I'm a very horrendous offender of that category. I am too. If that bothers I, you. Did it hit me in the chest? I'm like, I'm a back-to-back texter. Like I'm not. I, I send my texts as thoughts, and they're they're typically separate. They don't need to all be lumped into one big thought. <laughs> Got you. Yeah. But I, I do understand the annoyance of that, and I think it is valid. But I'm, I'm a serial offender <laughs> of that particular rule. One of, my, one of my pet peeves, though, is, hey, uh, somebody texts. And they're like, you know, within five to ten minutes, they're like, sorry, I bothered you with my friendship. And I'm like, hey, 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 just relax, relax, relax. I'm going to get back to it, just uh, maybe. Yeah. Just now, I'm not going to get back to it, man. You you know what? It, but see, but if somebody tried to te- somebody, try, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, but if somebody tries to text something funny, and they're just like, oh, crickets, I guess. And, and and now you can't go back and laugh at it. No, 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 no. And I do that sarcastically. I'll go back and hit ha ha. Yeah. Now was that worth it? Was that worth it? Till you get the ha ha? No, it's not. It's not. It's yeah, not. it's tough. Let it, that joke marinate and it, just it let it sit funny. there. It is funny. Texting etiquette is so... There's no written rules. There's but none. Everybody kind of knows. Mm-hmm. But then you kind of get out of it a little bit. Like, you know, when you're, when you're either single or you're younger, there's just rules. You know, you yeah. don't double tag. Like, you, you understand, like, hey, if the vibes aren't right here, like, yeah. if you didn't respond, that's kind of just like, hey, yeah. this is not really a thing. Yeah. Um, but once you get you get married, it's like, man, I'm a horrible texter. I'll have 70 plus text messages in my phone right now that I'm just, yes. that I'm not responding to. Okay. And then not that I don't care. I just, it, because listen to me, I text you sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'll text your brothers. Mm-hmm. I'll text my nieces. You know, Remy and, mm. and, and what are the other ones' names? Channing and Kennedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just playing. But like Kennedy, I'll be lucky. I'll be lucky if she ever responds. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just randomly say, like, like, one day I'll get up and I want to be thankful for my nieces and nephews. You know, I'll write some affirmations yeah. down or whatever. Yeah. And I'll send out a text message that says, uh, I did it not too long ago to, to my three nieces. And mm-hmm. I said, not my great niece. She doesn't have a phone yet. Yeah, right. She won't ever have a phone. No, she will not. Mm-mm. I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. Blakely will never have a phone. Never have a phone. But I'll send a text message out. Of, I think all three of you are beautiful young women. I want you to go out and have a great day. Sure. And just just, just know that uh, your Uncle Ty loves you and I'll do anything for you. Mm-hmm. Replied, Channing. Thank you, Uncle Ty. I love you too. Remy, reply. Thank you, Uncle Ty. I love you too. KK. 
KK. <laughs> KK. But but you see, I, I feel like I have different rules and standards for people I text. There's some people I know that we can take a week to respond and it's totally fine. Oh, really? There's other people I know okay. we need to respond immediately. So gotcha. I, I kind of chameleon a lot of my texts. But yeah, KK is notoriously hard to get on the phone. That's a, that's not just a you thing. Okay. Well, then that makes me feel better. It honestly does. And yeah. I love, but it also, dude, if it's a strategy... Because mm-hmm. it makes you feel so good when you get one from her. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it is just, you know, you're just like, dude, I want to, I'm going to screenshot this because yeah. it's amazing. It is. Ch- yeah. Channing told me the other day, I sent Channing King, I sent a, uh, you know, the laughing emoji. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, Z, you know, people don't send that anymore, right? <gasps> that's the like, crying laughing emoji? Yeah. She, she's like, that. that's not what people send when they're laughing anymore. I well, like, I what? need to know, what is it? What do you send now? Well, I didn't, you know, I. Speaking of boomers, you know, I felt like you got to be kidding me. Yeah, like, boomer. I understand this. I use my phone a lot. I'm on yeah. Twitter all the time. Like, yeah. of course I still use this. And she's like, no, they just, they send different things now. That's just not, that's just not what you send. And I, I didn't really get a, a good answer. So I'm still sticking with the laughing emoji, but yeah. I'm worried I'm aging myself with yeah. my, with my online community. Well, you are a dad now. I am a dad now. <laughs> Dude, I played Mario Kart the other day and, uh. I thought I was good at that game and I was running off the tracks. I couldn't play it anymore. I was playing just like a dad. Yeah. I'm not kidding. It was so embarrassing. Something happens when you become a dad. I couldn't keep my car on the on the track. Yeah. When you become a dad, some of that shit starts to go downhill. It was unbelievable. And, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. I seen it happen. I seen it happen to your dad. I mean, that guy could rollerblade. That guy could uh 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 well he could still snow ski pretty good, but that guy could um he he could he could spin music. He could do whatever he wanted to do technologically. He could hook up men. He could make videos and all kinds of stuff. Once he became a dad, nah, he ain't doing it anymore. It, it was weird, and it was so humbling because it wasn't just him like, yeah, I'll you, pick Blake. it up. I love you, Blake. I'm talking to you, and I love you. And I'm not saying you can't do it anymore. I'm saying you. I'm. I'm basically saying you chose. You chose not to do that anymore. Yeah, but. Anyway, Th- this I don't the, know how this, we got there. I'm but. sorry, but this is the same guy that at Christmas, whenever all three of you kids were basically grown, uh, he broke his leg on a pogo stick. So I don't know what and I'm saying. cracked some ribs. Yeah, or cracked ribs on a pogo stick at Christmas. So what am I saying? Blake, yeah. I apologize for everything I just said because none of that's true. Um, Casey K, Casey Smith, I call her Casey K, my, one of my dearest friends in the world. Uh, she said, okay, she, okay, she has a, a list. That's longer than Greg Miller's. Uh-oh. So I'm wondering what's Uh-oh. going on. Like, you know, she's a teacher. And um, so uh, she said one-uppers. That's tough. One-uppers, one-uppers get on my nerves a lot. That's and a it, and there's, there, I think some one-uppers, it's just something in their body that it's an insecurity that they have to feel like. Uh, yeah, I actually agree with that. It's, I don't, yeah. yeah. It may be something coming from childhood. I, I very rarely think that that's actually there. like, I want to put you down. It's, it's something mental. Kind of. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that's a weird There's certain one. people I can think of right now and they're great people mm. and, and there's no, no I mean, problems with them at all. And I think they're wonderful people, but you know, somebody will say that, you know, Hey man, yeah, I, I did 400,000 in sales, this, mm. whatever. And then it's, a, it's just an immediate instant reaction. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's great, uh, man. I, I did uh, $12.5 million last last month. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a immediate have to be um, – and those are examples. Those are really – like those are not examples of what that person would actually say. Sure. I'm just – you know, sure. I'm just yeah. giving, no, I'm giving I, you I an you. example. Um, so one-uppers – I can be a one-upper sometimes. So uh, just – I know that. 
Casey says people who can't make Chilton's, and there are people that can't make Chilton's. It's a tough disability. It is. That's a, it's an easy one to make. That feels like a little practice yeah. could probably run. Not a that. whole lot to it. Yeah. Not a whole lot to it. Uh, Casey says the gag sound. When you should just say gross instead. So she's saying when somebody goes, ah, like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Instead hmm. of just going gross. Hmm. Okay. So not if you're, if you're physically gagging, I don't think that's a pet yeah. peeve of hers. It's a voluntary gag sound. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm doing that to, you know. Yeah. Uh, loud chewers, we've, we've addressed. Aggressive interrupters. Uh, might be pointing at myself a little bit. I'm not aggressive, I don't think. But I yeah. think if my point's more important or if my shit is funnier than what you're talking about, then then okay, maybe <laughs> maybe a little bit. I interrupt on this podcast all the time. Hey, it's case by case basis. It is. Correct. She says leaving empty containers in the fridge. This sounds like a boy mom problem because she is a boy mom. Three three boys. That doesn't go away when you get older. I still do that. <laughs> yep. I'll empty Tupperware with leftovers and I throw that stuff right back in the fridge. That's somebody else's problem. I live alone and I got one quarter full water bottles in my refrigerator. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I know. Something so final about throwing something away. And I am not a frugal person. I've never been described as that. But I'm like, I'm going to need that (laughs) water. That's, I could, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I'm with okay, Casey. I, 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 some of these I feel like I'm getting pointed at myself, and that's okay. Uh, she says unprepared coffee customers at Starbs. Order and leave, please. That is a uh, that that I'm a I'm a frequenter of that of, of particular coffee places, mm-hmm. not just Starbs, um, but I'm a frequent. And yeah, and, and if I go in now, you know what? If you're ahead of me, I have no idea what's going on in that. In that sure. car, that could be the person working problem. Mm-hmm. It could be the person in the car problem. It could be some yeah, a lot, other a lot of variables. There's a lot of things going on there, and I don't want to. I don't want to uh, cast judgment on something where I have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Now, if I can see what's going on in front of me, if I walk into the the mm-hmm. store, and yeah, that, that's just you, you need to know what you're ordering, and yeah. and, and uh, it's like the soup Nazi on Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah, order your order your soup and move. Mm-hmm. Order your coffee and move. Yeah. I, I do echo that, except mine's typically like sit-down restaurants when people try to manipulate the menu offering into something that it's definitely not. You God. know, that, that burger just, you God. know, you don't, don't ask to hold the bread and then put it on salad and chop the beef up. It's like you're asking for taco salad now. There you go. You know, order what's on the menu and be prepared. Oh, I want the Laredo plate. Yeah, that, that's very simple. You know? I get if you want to, like, if I want the Laredo plate, no rice, extra beans. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Very simple. Nothing wrong with that. The problem is when you order, I want the Laredo plate, but the Laredo plate, excuse me. But instead of two chalupas, I want one of the chalupas to, to not be beans, but to be something else. Yeah. To be meat. And then instead of an, an uh, two cheese enchiladas, I want one sour cream chicken enchilada, dude. That's yeah. probably another plate on the yeah. menu. Yeah, yeah. That 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 does actually kind of bother me. <sighs> okay. Where's Casey's? Gosh, Almighty! It's the longest text I've ever seen. Uh, but she's she's she, but she's spitting out some good points. Speaking of spitting, spitting. 
spitting on the sidewalk, spitting on the ground, or out the car window. It sounds like she has boys. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you right now, spitting is just something dudes do. Yeah. It, it, I, I genuinely think it's instinctual. If you get over an elevated surface that's higher than 10 feet, the saliva glands get going and you have to spit. Absolutely. Anytime I'm elevated, I got to spit. You have to. Anytime I go get into a hotel lobby, if I'm on the second floor or higher, I'm spitting. You go out into the balcony and you spit. Yeah. That, it's just a dude thing. Yeah, it's like that, whatever that experiment's called, you know, where you ring the bell and the dog's saliva glands start going because they get used to yeah, that yeah, sound exactly. being associated with yes, it. If I yes. see elevated heights, the glands start going, I have to spit. Yes. And, so. and yeah, oh man, that's so, and I get where, you know, like, like maybe where Casey's coming from on that. Yeah, yeah, I can see how that gets annoying. Yeah. But I mean, you know, um, as I'm taking a picture of you right now. Mm hmm. Your massive thighs, dude. Jeez. No, I've never been accused Look of that. At you. Popping out of that shirt. No, you dude, know what is my... wrong with you, man? Dude, that's not a dad bod. No, my my that buddy is not a dad Seth, bod. My buddy Seth accuses me of of having chicken legs. He says my hamstrings run right into my back. But there's there's no gluteus maximus. There. I'm gonna I'm actually gonna have to take away uh your win loser tie win today because you brought up Guthrie and now Seth. Okay, those <laughs> you can't bring up. It's like an unwritten rule in this podcast. No Guthrie, no Seth. My apologies. I'm just playing. <laughs> Might have to buy a house from Seth yeah. one day. You uh, you may have to. Hopefully you get to. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh uh I got totally distracted by by videoing you. So um it we're talking about Casey. Uh Casey's text. Yeah, so okay. Um she says being on the phone in public, especially with with the AirPods in. Are you talking to me or nah? She says, "Oh, nah, that 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 that, that I am that person." Yeah, that's me I'm too. usually I have my and once I get out of my car, mm-hmm. if I know I'm not going to meet people or whatever, I'm the AirPods are going in. Yeah, and they're not coming out. And yeah, self checkout has totally eliminated my need to interact with people in the grocery store. Yeah, so they go right there in. You go. I don't know how to talk to a single person. Do, but do you put your AirPods in? Yeah. Okay, but so you might be on the phone. Or you might be listening to music. Now, I'll tell you right now, sometimes I'll just, there's a good lyric coming up. I'm mm-hmm. like, Super Nintendo Sega Genesis, <laughs> like when I'm walking down the grocery store. Yeah. And I understand that sounds weird yeah. to some people that may be walking by, you know? But or I'm about to part if of it. If it is in love, why do I feel this way? And I might have to sing that. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the aisle that you're in. I mean, I guess people yeah. could infer some things. <laughs> Don't, yeah, I guess maybe say if that. If I'm in the feminine hygiene aisle, yeah, let's let's keep it quiet. Yeah, I probably don't need to be like you know, hey, yeah. baby, got back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, context is always important. Okay, that sound you just heard is all is seventy uh, percent of my subscribers not <laughs> subscribing anymore. Uh, I think I pissed some people off. Uh, talkers in the movies, thank you, Casey. Talkers in the movies. Mm-hmm. If, if you're actually in the theater, just I'm telling you right now, most if you have a question and you're with somebody and you have a question about the movie during the movie, I will bet you most times in meetings too. Do you know what I'm about to say? Your question's going to get answered exactly. Mm-hmm. It, especially exactly. when it's a new movie to to both of us, it's like I probably don't know the answer. Well, that's either. true too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I remember I was watching a, a movie with, with Breck and it was a World War II movie and she was, we, we started it and she, she clicked pause and she said, hey, can you kind of explain what's going on here? I was like, okay, yeah, let, let me talk to you. Yeah. I think it was Saving Private Ryan. I was like, yeah, they're, they're invading France. Like, this is what's going on. Yeah. So we, we watched another five minutes and she goes, she clicks pause again. And she says, hey, how about you just kind of explain World War II to me? I'm kind yeah. of a little bit lost on what's going okay. on here. It's like, okay, all right. Hey, and Maybe you know we what? do need some context. That here. is, fi- yeah, you do need some context there because yeah. you're right. That now, because she, did, she did specify in theaters. Yeah, exactly. Or at the totally movies. different scenario. So, so that is a different scenario, but I have nothing wrong. Even if I was with a group of people, if somebody wanted to hit pause and go, I don't understand what's going on. Uh, that wouldn't bother me really no. with a, if you have a group of friends or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like with Breck, if I was watching that movie with you and Breck, which could possibly yeah. theoretically could be a scenario. Um, if she would hit pause and ask a question, wouldn't bother yeah. me at all. Yeah, I'd probably be like, you know, here's where Zyler's wrong. <laughs> let like, me explain it to you. Yeah, let me explain World War Two. Yeah, uh, to you, Brecklin. But no, but yeah, the talking theaters now. And even if you think you're whispering. There's a reason why they don't sell apples at, yeah. at, 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 a, at a movie. There's a reason why. Why? Because it's so loud. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they sell nachos. That's one yeah. thing. I mean, but people can put the, but they've sold them now to where the chip is small enough where you put the whole chip in your mouth and you can do the nacho without crunching it. I didn't actually think about that. That's a pretty keen observation. Thank you very much. Thank you. I am on point tonight. You are. And, uh, but people talking in the movies are just talking or, I mean, I don't know, but I just, people irritate me in certain scenarios and situations. And in the movie, people, I think, I think my, my sensitivities are heightened. Yeah. My, my senses are heightened a little bit. So probably need to get uh, some- uh, two, two movie questions for you. Do you okay. watch typically at home? Do you watch movie or TV with subtitles? Uh, you mean like at home? Yeah. Like when you're watching Netflix. Yes. Have you found it harder to understand people when you go to the movies and yes. you watch? Yes. I found that too. Yes. And I wonder, I'm worried that I'm like, and I'm doling my ears. See, but that's me. I, I think of myself and I go, I'm not a boomer. Yeah. But I'm like, man, if I could go to the movie and it did have subtitles, would I choose it? I, and I think I probably would. I, think I probably would bad. too. Okay. I went and saw the Bob Marley movie the other day. Any good? Enough. Not really. I just, I think they could have done a better job of who he was and just, yeah. But, but, in a movie, that. in a movie like that, mm. they are uh, a Jamaican, and their dialect is so thick, yeah. and it is hard. I, I think subtitles should have been, but it's not a bad grammar or, or anything like that. It, yeah. It's it's how they speak there. Yeah, they do speak English, but it's a different kind of English. Yeah, and it is crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, to me, I was I found myself concentrating very very hard. In trying to read lips and Yeah, and that's not the feeling that you're looking for when you go to see a movie. You want to be engrossed yeah. in the story, not right. worried about right. understanding. And that may be why I got lost in the story a little bit of trying to understand or 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 internalize what, what they're saying. Yeah. A it, little bit. You know, you bring but, up a good point about biopics and documentaries. Either the, the one that really punched this principle home for me is anytime you do a biopic documentary, you need to understand who is interviewed to talk about that, to understand the angle at which that story is going to be presented. Mm-hmm. Like when I watched the, the urban Meyer or the Florida Gators Netflix series, you know, so yeah. excited for that. But as soon as you see the urban Myers getting interviewed, yeah. you know, it's coming from his perspective. Right. And so a ton of it's not even included. Yeah. Like it wasn't even a halfway version yeah. of that. And you don't, yeah, I know. I mean, no Aaron Hernandez, like all the, we don't have to right. get into that, but it's, that is always an interesting angle yeah. to, to look at when you, 
when you do biopics. Anyway. Um, this is another one big for me. This is uh, one of my top pet peeves in the entire world is during a meeting. And I, it could be a faculty meeting. I'm talking with a bunch of people. If there's somebody talking with a microphone or up front in a group of people, don't talk to your desk mates. Oh, or, yeah. No, yeah? No, I said, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, good. I said, yeah. no, yeah. Uh, but just, she because she, she says that talkers uh, uh, talkers during presentations. Yeah, that always feels a little bit disrespectful. It's like, a, that's the on, number man. one thing for me. It's mm-hmm. disrespectful. Okay. Yep. Um, Daniel Romero said, mine are just more common sense things that people do. Wasting time asking me questions that you could Google. <laughs> Talking on speakerphone in public was something I think somebody else put. Uh, man, that's, that's, yeah, dang, dude. They make those that you can buy AirPods yep. or wireless, not AirPods. They don't have to be, you have wireless earbuds for very cheap. Yeah, not a, not a big Very expense. cheap. That, that will work just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. She said, this girl on the plane yesterday, <laughs> this is Romero, Romero. This girl on the plane yesterday took a selfie video on Snapchat and looked at it 40 times on full blast, picking a song. <laughs> I wanted to murder her. <laughs> that would probably get on my nerves too. If I was sitting in proximity, yeah. I'd be like, hey, you've got to pick a song yeah. or or you've got to tur- put you gotta put some head, you gotta do something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we're going to get the duct tape out and we're going to yeah. duct tape you that they duct did you see that yesterday a passenger tried to open up the ex, emergency exit door yeah man what is going on on airplanes why what, what what's wrong with people and they tackled them i want to be one of the guys that tackle somebody i know just you got to feel like such a hero i just want to do i would be like dude I yeah did, i did it even if they've already got them down just get in on that dog fight. oh yeah exactly oh i'll I'm be there. i'll be oh i'll be the guy piling on like a mom. yeah oh yeah oh yeah i got him I, yeah I've, I got him by the back of the kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be in there, Don't man. That's worry. a once in a lifetime thing. Don't worry. I've got his, I got his ear, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then I would want to be on the news afterwards. Yeah. Now listen, it was a do struggle. All the interviews. Yeah. I did everything I could do. <laughs> I just wound up, you know what? In all the scuffle and the commotion, I found up, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm on the back of his thigh. And I'm just like yelling at me, I got his tie, I got his tie. You know, we were all working together. Yeah. We were all working together. I'm not a hero. I'm not a hero. I don't yeah. want to be called a hero. Point to the real heroes. Point to, the, yeah, the real heroes were, were, were the guys that had his arms and legs and stuff, <laughs> you know, and his ankles and, 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 and you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, that would do that to me. Now, we're going to get to the last group text that I sent this out to. It was the King family group text. This didn't get a lot of interaction. It's because probably all of those pet peeves involve people in that group text. Uh, yes. <laughs> Mom is a boomer. And I don't even think she chimed in today. Uh but Remy was real quick to respond and said, when AT&T has a national-wide cellular outage. <laughs> that's like a, that's an existential crisis for, yeah. a, for a high schooler. I was here the whole time. So during the, during this yeah. morning, so I had Wi-Fi, So I didn't, I, I was, I heard that if you were connected to Wi-Fi, it really didn't bother. No, you weren't really bothered by that, Mm-mm. but yes, that would bother me. Definitely. Remy, I'm with you. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. 
Uh, Jay says when the person in front of me leans their seat back. Now, I have a problem with that. Those, do you? The leaning the seat back? You know, I mean, that, that functionality is there for a reason. Thank you. I mean, it, it, be considerate. Understand the context. You know, maybe if there's two babies back there and a, a mom trying to wrangle them together, let's 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 not make her life more difficult than it needs to be. But I don't, I don't know. I don't give a shit about that lady <laughs> and her two babies. I don't give a shit about that mom and the two babies. I think Zyler, if my seat can lean back and and I will do it as instructed after we've reached ten thousand feet, and I can now you can lower your seat your, your seat back tray table which everybody should uh, take a picture and draw a face on mm-hmm. and send it out. That's my thing. I'm trying to make that happen as well yeah. as this podcast. Yeah. You know? One man army against I, literally an obsessed and then the seat backs of airplanes. Yes. Lean it. You can lean back. Mm-hmm. You can, they're, they're, they're not leaning back. They don't, don't go that it, far. It That's the other thing. It, uh, what I'm saying is it doesn't bother me when somebody yeah. leans their seat back. Now, if they lean their seat back as soon as the plane takes off, mm-hmm. listen, buddy. I may I, I may need to clear out of here. Mm-hmm. You're going to open that emergency exit. Exactly. Y'all going to have to restrain me. <laughs> the duct tape's going to yeah. come out. But you know, you can lean your seat back. That doesn't that doesn't bother me. Yeah. And if you don't spill my drink, yeah. Oh, that's if you're thing. an aggressive seat leaner backer. It's just be <sighs> considerate. Like, yeah, you're, like if you, hey, it's not a recliner, pal. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that. But you know, you're just leaning the seat back. You're just trying to get a little extra, you know, back room, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, Jay. But Jay travels a lot, a lot more than I do. So, uh, Channing Buchanan chimed in when people in the back of the plane start walking towards. Okay, we yeah, okay, yeah, well, yeah we talked about that. Okay, Anissa King says when the dishwasher is empty and people put dishes in the sink, mm. that sounds like a mother of three girls. Yep. You can see the situation. I can, yeah, I, I can feel her and hear her saying this. Yep. And it is to three in particular girls. Mm-hmm. Is it a J though? I don't think so. It could be. We can't but rule it, that out. Yeah, you can't rule it out. You're right. Can't rule it out. Um, uh, Kippy said that this is kind of where I want to end mm-hmm. the, I mean, the conversation on is because uh, it's something very near and dear to our hearts. When you work in the Bahama Bucks, or you work at Bahama Bucks, and I get exactly what she's saying. When somebody would come up to Bahama Bucks, and I'm working there, and they would say, what does cherry taste like? Or what does banana taste like? Or what does grape taste like? Let me tell you right now. I, I just, I, I, I really, can you imagine me like working there? And, I, and look at this. I won best customer service three years in a row. I've got these awards to prove it. Um, I was great with people and very patient with people, mm. but uh, you wouldn't put it past me to say, well, I can tell you this, the banana doesn't taste like watermelon <laughs> and the watermelon doesn't taste like grape and the grape doesn't taste like raspberry. I just, I, I it's an impossible question. How, how do, do you describe do, grape? Yeah, exactly. What do you want me to say? Now, I can, now I'll get it. If you want to say, is it a green grape or a, or a purple grape? Sure. There's a you know, there's a green apple and a red apple. Yeah. But a lot of times you get, a, you'd say it's a purple grape. You know, yeah. wh- whatever. But you you can't that that 
that it would it would used to drive me crazy at no end, you know, whenever they would just be like, hey, can I, or, or if they would want to, now, I don't want to discourage people from getting tasters at Bahama Bucks because I think they encourage that. Do you yeah. guys, you're yeah. an employee of Bahama Bucks right now, of the corporate office, you're not mm-hmm. in the shops every day, yeah. but the, I think you encourage people wanting to get a taster because you want somebody to taste something first. Yeah. You don't want something, you don't want them to order something that they don't like. Totally. Yeah, is that my accurate? Yeah, you're still accurate. Yeah. But if you, I get it. If you're like, hey, I want to taste Jamaican punch. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know what? I Because who, who knows what that, yeah. you don't know what that tastes like. Yeah, totally. But if somebody's like, can I taste the uh, cherry mm-hmm. or the strawberry or the banana? Can I taste the vanilla? Then how would happen? More than you would ever realize yeah. and ever imagine. Can I taste vanilla? You want super sour vanilla? Or <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. A lot of pet peeves. You got any uh final ones you wanna you wanna leave the audience? I mean, I, with? I'm 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 I got to agree with a bunch of them. And a lot of it has to do with uh uh just uh, self respect for people. Just mm-hmm. res- and, and sometimes I need to do that myself. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a learning lesson here. But you know, don't interrupt. Don't don't talk when people are talking, especially sure. especially at a, at a in a presentation, or if people are speaking to a bunch of people, mm-hmm. don't talk to the people next to you because you know what somebody's trying to hear that message. Yeah, um, I could go for like a, in, in in a sermon or whatever. Sure. So, um, and you know, plain etiquette I think is important. I think that's what we learned today and grammar. And grammar, I think that's what we learned today. Yeah. And as Dan Patrick would say on his radio show, what did we learn today? Zara, what did we learn today on today's show or today's episode of Windows or Tie? Yeah. I think lots of, you know, your pet peeves are always revealing uh, what actually frustrates you. It's it's generally not the act itself. It's what's that, what it, what emotion is that evoking in you? Uh, impatience, selfishness, you know, a desire to be heard, respected. Uh, but it is interesting to see what irks people and what makes people frustrated. Um, there's lots of unique things out there and it's important to understand, you know, the, the, the nuance and the context of all the people that you're around. And it's always interesting to hear how human beings process the world and, you know, different things that bother you that you might even that you may not even notice that bothers somebody else. Um, always, always fascinating to hear how people perceive the world, and that can be applied to just about anything. But that's yep. that's kind of what I took from today. I have a minor in sociology, man. I wish I knew what sociology was, but not... you just explained it. Okay, well maybe yep. it is perception you of the pretty world. Pretty much, you pretty much just explained uh, sociology in, in a good layman term. So. Uh, um... Better than I could have explained it. I, so, I, I doubt that. No, a- any other final topics you think we need to hit tonight? Anything that you think the listeners are, are dying to hear? Uh, next week is Wes Kitley. Mm-hmm. Anything you got to get off your chest? Let me think. Are you trying to get me to say something? No, no, no. Oh. This is not a this is not a rigged question. I got you, man. You know what? Uh. You know what, my my thought, my, you know, no, I don't know. (laughs) I had an interesting, you you, you got got me speechless and I'm never speechless, really. 
You pose an interesting question. Have you? What's up? This is not related to anything deep or yeah. Presented. I don't know if you've ever done it on the podcast, but it's one of the best sports trivia questions anyone's ever asked me. Okay. And I don't know if you've ever done it on the show, but it's about Mm -hmm. the six teams in the professional sports. Uh, You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Have you done the question on the show? No. Do you know all six? Not on the show. But Jet asked me this question at the lake lake last year. Okay. Yeah. Well, at breakfast. I and got I, it. And I, then I, I got asked again and I couldn't remember them all. Oh, you really couldn't? I really couldn't. The, the <laughs> we're question. Talking about, we're talking. Yeah. Ask the question. It's the, you know, there's four professional sports leagues in the United States and there are six teams across those leagues that share a, the, a similar mass or the same mascot. The same. Yeah. Not a similar. Cause there's very yeah. much, there's a lot of them that are similar. The actual, their mascot is the same. The exact same. Yes. And uh, it's a fun one to think about. Yes. Um, definitely something interesting. If, if you watch the sports and you have some sort of fundamental yeah. understanding of it. Yes. Uh, so, so for example, like there's the, just to mm-hmm. everybody know one that most people listening to this podcast know, there's the Texas Rangers mm-hmm. and there's the New York Rangers yep. for the, in the National Hockey League. Mm-hmm. So that's one answer. Should, should we run through them? Um, yeah. And you know what, if you want to hit pause, you can and be like, Hey, I want to try to figure this out. Yeah. Or if you're wanting to ask this to your husband, this mm-hmm. would be a really good question to ask your husband. And it'll man, make him mad. Yeah. It, it will, may it, be it, mad. It, yeah. It will. It will. Oh my gosh. Zyler, I shut down a whole breakfast at during <laughs> Lake vacation, during Lake vacation weekend. Which, that is coming up. Yes, it is coming up, and I can't wait for it. Should, should my... we podcast out there? Should we do oh, do a podcast live from the lake? That's, that's, uh, yeah, let's do one from out there. That's a good idea. I think that'll be great. Uh, it could be chaotic, and sometimes chaotic in a podcast doesn't work. Yeah, but I'm willing to try. We'll see. I'm always willing to try. So, so, so uh, if you, if you take the Rangers, I'll take the uh, the Giants. I'll take the New York Giants and the San Francisco Giants. Okay. All right. I will take the. Well, but first off, let's tell everybody San Francisco Giants from baseball. Yep, and the New York Giants from New York Giants football. from football. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I will take. Let me think about it just for a second because there's one I'm 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 holding in the back. Are pocket. you banking one? No, I'm I'm banking one. And let me because um, it is a difficult question. Just to, but I'm going to go with the easiest one on the top of my head is the Arizona Cardinals and the St. Louis Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals from NFL and the St. Louis Cardinals from Major League Baseball, which baseball's not too far away. I know it's getting closer. Are your Cardinals going to be good? We're always good. Okay, not so good last year. Shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll uh, I'll I'll throw down the. Carolina Panthers and the Florida Panthers. Florida Panthers being from the NHL, Carolina Panthers in the NFL. Yes. Okay. So now how many is that? That's we did the Cardinals, we did the Giants, we did we had <laughs> I can't remember. We did the Cardinals. We did the Giants. The Giants with the Rangers. We did the Rangers and now the Panthers. How many is that? That's four. There's two That's more. Four. There's two more? Mm-hmm. All right, and it's my turn. Yep. I'm gonna go with the Jets. Dang it. Yep. And this is the, this is usually, I've asked this question uh, mm-hmm. to a lot of people, like at a bar. Yeah. Sometimes it's a good conversation at a, at a table. Yeah. It'll piss guys off. Yeah. They'll get pissed off because I got pissed off. Yeah. I, gotta ask. I think Jet, this is the hardest one. <clears throat> and it's the Winnipeg Jets, which yeah. is, I used to have, dude, I used to have a jersey. I would wear a Winnipeg Jets jersey to high school. That's pretty sweet. I wish I could have it, a picture of it. And there is one somewhere, and I just don't know where it is. But Winnipeg Jets and the New York Jets from the NFL. 
So no, I think I got the final one, but I okay. think it's the the LA Kings and the Sacramento Kings. That's it, right there. Same hockey state. and and, uh, and and NBA. The NBA. Yep, LA Kings. From Only one from NBA team, I think. Right. Um, if that's correct, yeah, yeah. If you're right, if you say so. Anyway, sorry, didn't mean to hijack. No, it. I was just. That's a great way. I to always do that question when I, when I when I see you. So and I'm and, and I'm trying to keep my podcast under two hours. And dude, we're doing it. Okay, we're at one fifty-five right now. Okay, well I, I won't. Can I won't run it five minutes. No, I'm not, I don't. Want I won't run it longer than it needs hey, to go. Man, I want you to know this. Thank you so much on short notice, being a new dad and everything. Um, man, you came over tonight and you killed it. You killed it. You killed. Killed. Hot down. You killed the episode, dude. You're always welcome back, and I love you, Tyler. You're, you're the guy that made me an uncle, man. Appreciate it, Uncle TT. Always a pleasure. Love getting called up to the big leagues. Absolutely, baby. Absolutely. Well, I end my podcast uh, like I ended all my phone calls in the 90s. That's a one word and one word only, and that word is peace. Ah, that's for Casey.